the room with the fucking giant spiders. I think Eric should just play Isaac this whole podcast. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be our background noise. It's gonna be the thing because you know yep. it's a good thing too because we just started the Soxcast episode what? forty-three. Welcome Fuck. aboard, everybody. <laughs> How's it going? Number forty-three. This is the big one. This is. A, I don't know why it's the yep. big one. We got that's poop times twenty point um two. I don't know. Seven more to the big five zero minus one to the forty two episode forty two and plus two to episode forty five times Ashley. Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's that's basically how that works. Yeah, it's so 10 welcome. More, it's ten more to fifty three. There you go. And then we're almost there to ninety six. Once once we hit fifty three, it's over. We're done. We can finally quit. Isn't that the deal that we signed? 53 <laughs> we episodes. We should have quit at uh, episode circle nine. That's a good point. Yeah. We'll go back. We'll completely we'll, we'll erase, erase episode nine. We ha- yeah, we have to redo this whole thing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Those early episodes about the dicks and, you know. What? They, Rhett, like, your dick is always a, uh, a, a major point of conversation on the Sox cast. I'll have you know. We, we've kind of gotten away from that, I think. Well, I, you know what? I'm really feeling like the Soxcast has gotten away from its roots. <laughs> yeah, so this is going to be the episode. This is going to be the episode where we bring it back home, going back to our roots. We got a little too big for our britches. And Red's We're gonna got, and Red's it. dick. That's right. <laughs> it's the Contra episode. <laughs> and Red's dick got a little too big for his pants. That right, Red? <laughs> so, so do you, you need like a wheelbarrow to carry that thing? Or? Oh, my God. I'm telling you. Contra episode. <laughs> Boom. John's there doing the right thing, talking about how long. How long is this episode? Not as long as Rhett's dick. Huh? Good night, everybody. <laughs> we call it the Space Needle over here. <laughs> <laughs> and to my immediate uh, virtual right, he is Overflow, Undertow, Shot Slicked, Where'd He Go, Federal, Cloak, Key, and Locked Shit. It's Rhett. Hi. What's going, Rhett? Good. You have 30 seconds to tell me where that came from. Death Grips. Boom! How the fuck did you know? That's what I figured. Man, I, just, I don't know how you, I don't know how you ever figured that out. How's it going, Rhett? I kind of have a headache, actually. You got a bit of a headache tonight? Yeah. Here, have an ibuprofen. I've got uh, some right here. I did take something. You know what would make your headache better? A nap. If you jacked off your dick? Because that's a <laughs> that, good... You know, that's actually usually good... that don't help at all. Really? No. I have found masturbation to be a pretty good uh, headache reliever. Yeah, ditto. Not Same. You you get the blood flowing, and then it's like, oh, oh, that's too much. Yeah, but the blood's (laughs) rushing to your other head. It's rushing to your dick head. That's how clouds are formed, you know, when Reet just kind of, like, blows his load into space, and it's, like, orbiting around the planet. (laughs) I think we need to keep this up the entire episode now. We've got our gimmick. That's giant dong. Last ep- I think last episode was like after one where I had a break and I made a joke about Rat's dick, which I never do. And then y'all, yeah, and then someone was like, "Oh, we don't, we don't really do those anymore." And I was worried that like Rat had like brought y'all to the side and been like, "Can we please stop? It's making me really uncomfortable." And if if we do it anymore, I'm just I'm just gonna leave forever. And I was like, "Oh no, what have I done?" Rat's dick will make you really comfortable. So there's also the possibility that Rat did do something like that, and we're just all horrible. <laughs> I think it's really funny either way. Don't you, Rhett? Sure. 
To my immediate virtual left, he is the darkness creeping through your system, the lash of the whip cracking every bitch into position. It's John Thayer. Hey, John. Crash. You got 30 seconds to tell me where that came from. Death Grips? Damn, how do you... God! It's like you guys know me now. It's like you know where all of my references are coming from. I'm just feeling... I'm just feel, can, feeling a little flush. Those are good lyrics. Oh, shit. You're feeling it. I know, right? Damn. How's it going, John? I'm feeling real good. Real tired. Real tired. Woke up at 7 o'clock this morning. So, man, we've got, like a, we got a great podcast in the making. One's got a headache. I don't want to be here. And John is tired. No, I, I think we all want to be here. We like, all want to be here. Okay. Yeah. Speak for what's yourself. Better, what's better than this? Like, Speak for speak? yourself. No. Aww. I'm, I'm kidding. Okay. No, yeah. There was nowhere else I would rather be. Mm-hmm. Nowhere else I'd rather be. We got a guest. Who's a very, very special guest. It's been a while since he's been Twitch. on. Probably. Twitch.tv, right? Yeah, he's very famous <laughs> for his for his massive presence on Twitch. Owner and curator and provider and provocateur from twitch.tv slash Eric's joystick. It goes, 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 shower dump. God, Eric. Fucking damn it, Polly. What? Shower dump. You take dumps in the shower. That's I do not. That's what you told an entire stream. That's nasty. Do you have any idea how difficult it would be to, like, you have to bleach the whole tub, Polly. See, he knows this speaking from experience. Have you cleaned shit? I can't say it. I actually can't say I have that. never actually cleaned my own shit out of a tub. No, Eric? I would never. No, <laughs> god damn it. Eric. No, I'm just digging my own grave here. I'm just filling just it just back up. Just, just, just fill it up with my poop. Yes. So you have to dig your way back out of it. It's really a bad system. It's a good way to get pink eye, though. It's a great way to get pink eye. Not wrong. Eric, how's it going? Well, um, um, I'm reading all my notes off of a clammy, sweaty palm. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, How I'm am I doing? Sick. Shit, I didn't take a note for that. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. A little nervous. A little, a little nervous. nervous. What the fuck are you nervous for? We're a bunch of idiots. Well, I mean... You're at home. You're like, you're in... I, this like, is, this is, this should be easy then. Yeah, like, you are in the company of three very big idiots. So... Hey, Eric. Hey, Eric. Huh? Huh? You got this. Thank you. you Thanks, homie. You got Let's it. Let's do this. Let's yeah. do this. So let's get this thing started the way we always do with our guest, Eric of twitch.tv slash Eric's Joystick. What you been into? Mitomo. <laughs> Mitomo. <laughs> God damn it, Mitomo is ruining my life, you guys. What is Mitomo? It is an app. It's just, it's just, it's like a, a smartphone app slash game by um, Nintendo, of all of all you know people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the worst, but yeah, also it's the kind worst, of the best. It's the best, yes. It's sort of like a clicker game, a little bit with all the number okay. shit. Okay, you, you got me um, And only you can take cute photos. Or so it's sort of like you take you have a terrible game and then you attach like a dress up game and a photo taking game. That's magical. Something that's like Ask FM esque. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, like so, so that like in the same way that 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 Alpha Bear did, and in the same way that Neko Atsume did, this game's kind of taken over like every single facet of Tumblr and my Twitter timeline. I, I'm partially to blame for that. Tell everybody what you do with it, Eric. I make weird pictures. I really like the Binding of Isaac one you did. I I'm so proud of that one, Polly. I don't even. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I just am. I like the existential crisis one too. Yes. Can I tell you the first picture I ever made in Mitomo? Was it your dick? Yep. No. Well, I stripped. <laughs> well, it, it's related. I stripped my me down and uh-huh. then took a picture of Jesus on the cross and then put my me on the cross and gave him like a distressed face. <laughs> <laughs> you are like the perennial seventeen-year-old. <laughs> So le- edgy. <laughs> no, no. John Dyer died for your sins. God damn it. <laughs> it's Xenogears for the 3DS. Oh, and then I took, like, <laughs> it gets worse. I took, like, there's a very similar image in Utena, and I put, and then I just, there, I just had, um, like, Aunty suffering screenshot from Utena, and then I just had my me poking out from the side going, oh no, poor Aunty. Did uh, did th- did that same imagery appear in uh, Utena as well? Oh fuck! Back to your corner, John. Sorry, I said I've I've realized that I was actually comfortable at my job when I realized it took that it took like five like seven business days for me to say the words "revolutionary girl Utena" to a coworker. Organically, of course. I bet. Oh, yeah. Just, like, walking around to random people. You finally got up the sack. They just talk to, about random anime to random people. And they kind of look at you like, what? Yeah. Have you heard of our Lord and Savior, Monica? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of our Lord and Savior, John Thayer? Um, yeah. No? He's got yeah. his wiener on the cross, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that it? Mm-hmm. One guy um, really liked animated movies and... He had never seen a Miyazaki movie though, and like, so I asked, you know, I asked what he liked and whatnot, and like Star Wars and big action a- epic movies. And you, of course, recommended Kiki's Delivery Service. No, I said Princess Mononoke because I thought I, I realized that was the right thing to do in that situation. You, you and I are two very different people. <laughs> that was the right choice. That was the right call for this Eric. Movie random guy. Yes. I, heard, I heard that you were talking about Matomo before John decided oh, to make right. it, before John decided <laughs> to make it the fucking John Thayer show. It's ruining my life. I mean, I, there's not really much else to say about it other than like it is just like blown up in so many ways. Mm-hmm. It's it's just like there's pictures everywhere. Like you it's like it's as bad as looking on the internet and accidentally finding something Steven Universe related or Undertale related. It's just going to happen at this point. You're going to yeah. see you're going to see me posing in, posing in front of Rhett's dick. It's just going to be weird. Oh, mm-hmm. when are, are we going to see our first dick pic with a me on it? I'm sure they exist. I'm hey, sure they exist, but fair. when are we, when is it just going to show up in our lives without us searching for it? Cuz it will. <laughs> it you will. Know? Yeah, inevitably. All four of us are going to see a picture of a dick with a me in front of it at some point <laughs> without us seeking it out. I'm going to have to experiment. We- those Uh-oh. are the lives we lead. <laughs> God, the, the shit should be. There's. I don't know if you guys um follow this Twitter account called like Mitomo Hell. Oh no. <laughs> oh yeah. It is exact. It is as bad as you think it is. It's. Uh, it is as bad as. It... 
Just <laughs> how many of your posts have appeared there? None. None yet. I, I'm, I and I've posted a lot, but that's okay. You, we'll no one get, needs to. We'll get you. No on, one needs to see that shit. We'll get you on Mitomo Hell someday. <laughs> no one needs to see that. I think I like first thing was like nine eleven joke <laughs> when I went. Yeah, out. first uh, like nine eleven, and then like there's a, a Hitler picture with some guy like well, somebody's me just like imitating the 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 Heil, the Heil salute. Yeah. Oh my and god. I, yeah. <laughs> It's it's bad. Internet, go that, stand in the corner. Seriously, the amount that Mitomo's unfiltered was pretty surprising. Yeah, I, it just feels dirty because like they they let you curse you and swear. everything, and it's just yeah. And they say the so voice, weird. And the little voice. Like how is, like how is this a Nintendo thing? But it has literally like no restrictions. Because DNA developed it. You just can set your like goodbye thing to be like, see you later, fuck boy, in this little computer voice. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Wait, they, Mitomo talks? Yes, yeah. they talk. It's, oh it's like Tomodachi. Oh uh, I've got to get on this now. I right, literally have Do like, it. and you can customize the voice and the pitch and the the speed of your speaking. Oh lord. Yes. I'll, but it's I'll still like you, a creepy Siri your voice. Poly. If I got that, it would take over my life. I'm not going to make that decision. Well, well you if you got it. that. If it, <laughs> If you got that anime get back on, she um she quit because she realized that like everyone on Mito on her Mitomo friends list was a boy, just from Aww. Twitter and whatnot. And she was like, besides, yeah, yeah, and it was just like, hmm. they're all boring, and all they do is want to make dicks. They they just want to show off their wieners. And... Did you? She just went. Boys just aren't that interesting to me these days. Ouch. <laughs> Damn. You can move in with me. You can move it with me, Polly says. Raquel will probably have that, have that offer, too. I don't know if you guys saw this, but, like, me me and my girlfriend, you guys know her. Some of you know her, I think. Like, she, we, we, started, we started exchanging, like, sexy pictures of our me's and, like, food costumes. So, like, I sent her a picture of me, like, laying belly, belly down in a donut hood. <laughs> and then, like, she sent me, like, a... Like a French French bread hood and like a fucking bikini, and it's just like <laughs> stupid. It's I, like, I, I, I like the it. donut hood. The donut hood is perfect. I'm, I am a sexy little donut. What can I say? <laughs> that was Anna's first picture. Was Armie's engaged in activities? Oh and she <laughs> excitedly texted to me. <laughs> you people have corrupted That's everything sense. that is pure and innocent <laughs> about Nintendo. What have you done? He's... I've I've committed sin. That that's what I've done. The setup there really took a turn where it was like my girlfriend and I started exchanging pictures, sexy pictures, of our me's. Of like, our oh, me. Oh. <laughs> yep. There's there's one I showed you guys. You guys can look at that. And... What about Rebel Town? <laughs> oh my God! There that's you go. The best one. Yep. But yeah, you got your little kissy face going on. You got you some short shorts. Yep. Yeah. Like he's, I said, I'm a sexy little donut. He's a sexy little donut. He can't help himself. <laughs> he can't help himself sometimes. So Mitomo has sucked up your entire life? or, or Just for or, the past or, week. I'll get bored of it, I'm week. sure. Just it's just like Tomodachi, except it's like, uh, it's less Sims-like and more just like Facebook or Twitter. Like, yeah, just like, here, make the most absurd shit you can think of. Yes. And then you, you do that. Basically. 
and it's great. And you can disgust people or, uh, you know, make them, make them laugh. Make them laugh. <laughs> you know the Ask.fm daily questions, the Forum Spring daily questions that no one answered because they were horrible? Mitomo's I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> Mitomo's kind of like that, but where oh, it's like Forum Spring, only you can't actually send any questions of your own. Right. I don't think I'd want people to send me questions. That's true, because that's just one more avenue for corruption at this yep. point. <laughs> so I get it. That and, you know, being friends with Polly, you know how Polly is. Yeah, yeah. Just to ask people if you can be their donut daddy. <laughs> I'll be your donut daddy. Influence. Okay. I've officially got a donut daddy. There you go. Good. Good. We're going to go down to Krispy Kreme later? Yeah, let's you do it. You know what I'm saying. I got some Krispy Kreme for you, Polly. I know you do. I know you do. This donut has a hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we even doing? I don't, I don't know. What are we doing? Eric, are you doing this anything is, else other than Matomo? This is a family podcast. Um... Yeah, we're, we're played... real fucking family friendly, friendly <laughs> around here. I uh, I played a little Codename Steam. Codename Steam. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's kind of like a third-person shooter slash strategy RPG kind of deal. So Valkyria Chronicles. Kinda. I never. Yeah. It's the first like game in this genre I've ever played. So, uh, I mean, this yeah. is like new to me. I like it. And like Valkyria Chronicles, like Codename Steam has a very distinct kind of presentation and art style too. Yes, it's very unique and it's a, of its, uh, own. it's like a comic book. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, what's his name? You... <laughs> Something Kirby. Yeah, that guy. Uh, that guy, that Kirby guy, Justin Kirby. No, not Justin Kirby. I Jack. Don't know. Anyway, Jack, Jack Kirby. There we go. It's like a steampunk strategy where you play as like historical figures and. It's interesting yeah it's 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 when, when i played the demo like this is back probably a month before it was released and i think that this problem persisted under the actual release like when when you got your turns it was great but then it would switch to the enemy's turn and it would take literally like two minutes yeah of, of... no it, it, it does take a while but they patched they did a patch where you could uh fast forward through it Oh my god, it was which is terrible. which makes things so much faster. Um, yeah, like I just remember, like I would, I was sitting there looking at my 3ds for two minutes, and since you don't really see the enemies until they've encountered you, it's just, just a lot of like the camera just staying in one spot. Yeah, it was like, yeah. is the game busted? What's going on here? Like I, I genuinely had no idea, like if the game was busted or not. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, they fixed it. I don't, I don't see why it gets all the the shit it does. But I I I'm really, I like it. I really like it. I really like the music. Music is really good. Um, oh yeah, the soundtrack's really good. It's I, got like this. Uh, I, I usually when I when I hear like arrangements and music like like the way Codename Steam does it, I think I I always think back to Fantasy Star Online, where it has like that whole dynamic dynamic thing. Yeah, it's like the the music is composed of stems, and they can easily transition in and yeah. out of those. At will, and yeah. that's a really cool. Like, uh, you know, like you gotta love those dynamic music systems. Those are really cool. That's one part that I uh, that I really that I really enjoy out of that game. Uh, everything else is fun though. Like the combat is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's competent enough, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not like bad. And I I just don't get why it gets all the shit it does. 
I think it's just largely from those first impressions. Like, you know, I haven't played it or anything from it, you know, since I played the demo and like my thoughts about the game prior to you having talked about it and seen you talk about it uh, in various other venues were just kind of like, oh man, this game's kind of not great. How did it ship in this condition, you know? And yeah. I think that that first, like, I think that first impression, the game never got over that first impression. And with video games, it's rare that you get a chance to make a second impression with, like, unless you're like Final Fantasy fourteen and amazing. I was gonna say, and amazingly yeah. get a second Sweet lease on life. They, they, Codename Steam Reborn. Yes, I recommend it though. I mean, it's probably like fifteen bucks on Amazon, so like That's I would, cool. yeah, definitely. They drop, they drop the price pretty fast. Um... The story is kind of corny, but I mean, it's Nintendo, so I don't really expect. I don't expect a lot of story from from them. Like every fire, and like if we're gonna talk about Codename Steam having a bad story, we're gonna talk about every fucking Fire Emblem game story being kind of. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the impression I've been getting lately. Yeah, they're not. Was like, it was like this big realization when the new one came out. It was like, oh no. All of these games are kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. I, think made, uh, I think what made Fates worse is that it's, if it's I, if three storylines. Three three storylines, and they're all written by uh, I think it was I forget which uh, studio. It was like they hired a writer, like a manga writer, yeah. right? He does. He writes anime. It's still bad. <laughs> and it's anime. I mean, most anime these days aren't that interesting well, most anime these days are about cute girls sitting around eating cake with their thumbs up their ass so like fire emblem like fire <laughs> emblem basically i was I, I, like i have a friend uh, I, I've, I've linked to his stream a few times after five um and he he was talking about fire emblem the other night and it's just like you know like ever since like fire emblem awakening that series kind of lost its focus on you know, like being a combat and strategy game to a waifu simulator. You know, it's like, who do you want to impregnate? <laughs> Only in Japan, though, because you can't you can't touch goyles. Well, in you can the US. still impregnate them. You can still <laughs> impregnate and be impregnated. I'm telling you, that, that does sound pretty fun. Only <laughs> 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 Fire Emblem that Anna was interested. John in. would love to be impregnated <clears throat> by his spider lady <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> oh my god what's the, what's the word for that what's the word for that fetish alright John we don't want to know the word for that fetish because we don't want to give we don't want to give people a google term to search oh position. oh okay yeah continue oh um yeah Codename Steam really good really good I recommend it um I played Terraria a bunch Terraria Holly's favorite fucking game yeah I, I love <laughs> I played that game for like 30 hours, and I don't remember a whole lot of it, but I know that I had a fun time while I was playing it, so I get it. I don't know when sarcasm is here anymore. No, I did. I played it. She hates it. I'm not. I'm not a Terraria fan. (laughs) But 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 um, the other one, it seems all right. Starbound. Starbound. Like that game seems all right. That game's coming out of early access pretty soon. Uh, I got gifted Starbound, and the gift didn't work, and we just lost the game. Yeah, that's never happened to me before or since. Sure, if you email Steam, they'll get back to you right away. Oh yeah, yeah, with their top-notch customer service, where people are there twenty-four-seven to answer any and all inquiries. Yeah, look at that back at you. 
I I kind of got really fucking. I, I was playing a mobile version and like um, a mobile version of PC games, right? Um, uh-huh. uh, it's so fucking bad. But like, <laughs> it's so bad. So so, what's bad about it? Is it just the just the fact that it's like touch controls for a game? No, I got used to that actually. Like, it's actually I actually like building stuff with the mm-hmm. touchscreen rather than a mouse because you can actually see what you're putting where. Um, oh, and, yeah, just I, just I, a, I have no idea how to game. Just really bad. And I'm not playing on like a a, a decade old. I'm not playing a, on a dinosaur of a phone. I have a Nexus, new Nexus, and mm-hmm. like so, like it's good, you know, good specs and whatnot. So like, I was fighting. I, I tweeted about this. I don't know if anybody saw it. Um, I uh, I was fighting like the the end game boss. And you have to beat them to transition to, like, hard mode where there's, like, better shit all around. And, like, I saved up all of, this, all of these items and whatnot, and I saved it for that fight. And then, like, right in the beginning of the fight, the game crashed on me and lost everything. So I was oh, like, fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck oh, my God. Was. Fuck that. I'm never playing. I never beat the, um, the Wall of Flesh. Back when I played it, that was the last possible boss. Yeah, yeah. It was the Wall of Flesh. Um, it's oh hard. Oh, my God. It is, and like, it's hard if you're playing on a computer. Really? Yeah, I had trouble. I never beat it, and I played it for like three hours. (laughs) Don't worry, John just sucks. And I got killed. Like, you got to do all this like prep work too. Like, basically, you're in hell, right? Mm -hmm. Basically, that's where the fight takes place. You have to like, and there's lava and shit everywhere. So like, Mm. I did the smart thing of like build a giant like bridge Mm -hmm. over it. So like, you know, because because you got you're constantly moving. And like, so I took, I did all yeah, of that. Yeah, but what if you're lazy and don't really feel like building a bridge or That's anything? That's easy, John. That takes so long. I didn't want to do a elevator either. It's, it takes so long. I just went around with, I, you know what I liked in Terraria? Now that I remember it. What's that? The, um, the grappling with the um, vines, with like the tent, the vine things. You just oh, have like the, these. The grappling hook, yeah. Yeah, you just That's move. Like, not, yeah. You just move around like Dr. Octopus going down these columns. It's great. Feels yeah, great, cool. actually. It, it, it doesn't work as good on the mobile game. You have to like swipe while moving. It's kind of hey. so... yeah. yeah. Swiping controls for anything other than tender are terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. a relevant joke. That was a relevant <laughs> joke. <there. laughs> now, how does tw- t- t- Tinder? Tinder? How does that work? Tinder. It's just a dating app. It's, yeah, it's a dating app, and you swipe left, I think, to not be with the person and swipe right if you're interested i think uh, it matches you up if you swipe swipe right i think i don't know i don't know so i got no, no time in my life story. for other people and swiping i got no time i got no time for swiping no time for Taraya, no time tinder whatever and after just... john uses the bathroom he's got no time for wiping <laughs> that's not good that's when you just hop in the shower. <laughs> just, like, get, just get that shower head and just like go to town. But why do you think we got the mobile shower head aside from other reasons? Technology. Well then. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. So yeah, that's my Terraria story. I'm never gonna play that shit again. On mobile. And then, on mobile ever. Oh, okay. ever he's done he's just like fuck it terraria you're out of my life get I'm just get... gonna wait till starbound goes out of early access and that's probably my plan i because yeah. i like terraria i probably yeah. played played a little more than minecraft even i i was 
Yeah, I was in the I was in the demographic for Minecraft when that one became a thing. Yeah, you were like twelve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like sixteen, and it was an alpha. Of course, I played Minecraft. Do you like every baby? Like, if you see a baby today, it'll have played Minecraft. Yeah. Yep. They come out of the womb and just pop like down on the screen. They're like boop boop boom. Oh, died of the creeper. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so that's Terraria. That's uh, I played um, a very obscure. Well, I mean, it's gonna be obscure pretty soon. Um, it was kind of like the last pretty good Wii game. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, Rodea the Sky Soldier. Oh, I was looking oh, at that the other day. Yeah. Which it's which so version sweet. are you playing? You're playing the Wii version, right? Yes. yes that's I the am. good one. That's the good one. Yes, I am. I haven't even touched. I, mean, I haven't even thought about playing the Wii U version. You should um, check it out afterwards just to be like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I should. Um it's it's good. It's good. I like it. Um I kinda go into some of these games with lowered expectations because like I know it's a low budget game. I know it's like it's Nippon Ichi, right? Uh, I think the, so, it's yeah. it's published by it's published by them. And uh I don't think Yuji Naka has like the money to get like all of these, you know, good heads. Yeah, yeah. From the industry. Yeah, but it's it's like even then it's still pretty good. Um or the gameplay at least. The music, the audio is not that great. Um The story is just cringe inducing. It's like it's like a <laughs> like it's, yes, God, no, it's worse because it's got oh. like this anime girl. It's anime as fuck, as um, I think. Rhett All right, that's not gonna. That's not. <laughs> doesn't really sound like a criticism to this to this sector, I think. But okay, in the anime is in the bad way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. it's it's just like the story and whatnot doesn't really sit well with me. Terribly um, cheesy and predictable, I would imagine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, but the gameplay, it's kind of like a nice mix between like Knights and Sonic, the good the good qualities of like 3D Sonic games. Mm. Where you're where you're exploring like large levels and like going super fast and and no dumb and no dumb pink text. birds or any dumb big cats or anything <laughs> nope. of the sort. Yeah. The None good of elements shit. of 3D Sonic, like having a gun. <laughs> actually, actually, <laughs> no, um, you get a gun. It's actually like it's not that bad. Like the because like you use the Wii remote for everything. Like you don't have like a nunchuck. You know, you don't have nunchuck controls or anything like that, and uh, hmm. it controls a lot better than I was expecting. Like even with the whole like flying and aiming thing. Yeah. Best uh, gun since Cloud Belt. I've never played Cloud Belt, so I, I can't <laughs> <really> say. <laughs> um, I think I was being sarcastic. I'm not sure. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. Oh, I should probably play that then. It is good. Um. Yeah. Um. It's it's like I said. It's like the last pretty good Wii game. Because mm-hmm. I don't think we're ever going to see another. Well, I don't think we're going to see many Wii games like yeah. ever, because yeah, I think I mean, that I system's think... done. There's going to be the the weird homebrew scene in 2030. Yeah, and then that'll <laughs> I mean, be it. Wasn't Ubisoft still releasing Just Dance on Wii though? Wow, right. I think they were. Like, I think last, last year. year was like their last one. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Or, or like Zumba that... Fitness things like that. Yeah. Things yeah. kind of like the weird budget PS2 games that came out forever. Yeah. Yeah. 
but like as far as like original IPs or like real games, like it's kind of amazing that this came out in 2015 when Wii U had been out since 2012. Yeah, like, we're not just at the end of the Wii's life cycle. We're at the end of the Wii U practically. <laughs> right now, you're a robot. <laughs> oh, really? Fuck. I'm just glad it's not me for once. It's not John for once. It's not me. And it's not Eric. Uh, so, I so robot to me is all I'm saying. <laughs> I, so, I, I play life in first person mode. So just to be clear, there's Rhodia the Sky Soldier and then Deadly Creatures. And then those are the only Wii games that matter now. Right? <laughs> Deadly Creatures I, you is know, pretty I've special. I've been wanting to play Deadly Creatures for like the longest. But I, I just can't. I, I found Deadly Creatures on, and I read about it in the Nintendo Power because I was subscribed to it when I was 12, and I read about it before it came out, and then I didn't hear about it ever again, so I assumed it wasn't out or something, and then I found out that it exists, and that there's this game where you can play as a tarantula and a scorpion, and I never oh, got to play it. That's my now fucking nightmare. Angle here. That is my it. jam! <laughs> no, it's just my jam. No jam. That's not your jam, it's your fetish. No, we were talking about the egg input. Whatever. They... <laughs> spiders. Ugh. Spiders. Oh, and my God. John, fires, but John wants to join the Chaos Covenant and have them implant eggs in his head. Does that happen in Dark Souls or something? Yeah. Yeah. You that know sounds... How... That, is that... No. Are you no, all I'm not joking. That's how you join. Yeah, you have to have, like, a, one of those uh, infected zombie dudes. Excuse my language. I'm going to go but ahead like... and put a link in the... Never they end. they put they put eggs on you and you that's how you join the the chaos covenant the chaos well covenant. on you or in you in your Both. brain on you okay. and in you okay on you and in you okay you. yeah okay spider right. nasty I'm in... body okay I'm I'm about that <laughs> he's about that life John's about that impregnated spider life. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Let's get back to. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what else about Rodan the Sky Stating Soldier? Like, 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 anything else? It's good. It's, it's good. good. I don't think. I don't, it's pretty good. I don't think. I don't think um, you'll ever get to play the Wii version. Probably but not. Probably not. Because uh, I think I think only the first uh, the first print the f- first prints come with uh, Rodan. Yeah. Oh, I think I have that. I think the Walmart here has that i think i, I saw a bonus game inside i should run out and grab that yep okay i better Which run out like, and grab that it's super cheap now to too like that like why yeah. not just make it all versions because no one is ever going to buy the wii u version by itself yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, or at least or at least put it on the e-shop you know uh, nintendo. Fucking nintendo and internet so like, did y'all did you get confused with the Mitomo thing when you're like, signing up for like Nintendo Network ID versus Nintendo account, some shit like at that? At first I was, but like I, I did all that like before I even before Mitomo even came out. So I was like, oh, I'm I'm good to go. Well, there's like two things, and I tried the first one, and then like I forgot your account, and then oh we don't have this email, and then you have to scroll down past it and be like log in with this this different Nintendo online account. That you have? Oh no, no! I, I, I had all that set up before. Uh, okay. Even came out, yeah. yeah but, but you are like a, a constant Wii U user as well, so it kind of makes sense that you would have already had your accounts and everything. I'm in a constant line. Wii U user. You're Wii not. User? You're. You don't use yours as much as oh, Eric fuck. does. Okay, that's fair. 
Uh, other than that, uh, nothing really. Um, I listen to um, Big Grams. It's like a Big Grams. Um, it's uh, it's like this uh, collaboration between the rapper Big Boy from Outkast yeah. and uh, Fantagram. I've never heard of Fantagram, so like Fantagram's really them. good. Are they? Cool. Yeah, I like Fantagram. Yeah, I haven't gotten around to hearing Big Grams yet, though. It's really good. It's it's a short. I think it's an LP or an EP. I don't it's know. It's probably it's an like EP. eight tracks. It's like 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 oh. a lot of rappers are doing EPs these days. Um, like Prime was another good one with DJ Premier and um, who was it? Royce the Five Nine maybe. Maybe I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, um, I I heard of them recently because I know they they put on an album they they put out the album last year but mm-hmm. like they just did a video for Born to Shine and uh, Run Run for Your Life. Mm-hmm. And like born, what got me into him was Born to Shine. They, 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 you know, Run the Jewels is on it, and I, I really like. Well, yeah, Run the Jewels. Everybody so I mean, you know, Jewels. Everybody loves. Jewels. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that Run the Jewels three. So I mean, you know, yeah. Like Red doesn't. Simple, Red you know? doesn't even. Red doesn't even like rap, and he loves Run the Jewels. Yes. Is that right, Red? Yep. Yep. He's running the Jewels <laughs> all day. Yeah. And then and then um I did, you know, I, I've been playing a lot of Isaac. Oh, Isaac, I just, huh? Never yeah. quite heard of this game. Yeah, what's, I don't, what's I don't that? This, I don't think this have game you, ever comes Have you out. ever played the Binding of Isaac Rebirth, I Ollie? Oh, Rebirth, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Rebirth. Yeah, I, I've heard of it. Like, I don't... I've. It, it doesn't really look like my kind of thing. <laughs> oh, man, y'all need to play this. This is good <laughs> shit. Oh, man. I can't believe that... I can't believe Eric. I can't believe they haven't heard of Binding Isaac Rebirth, really. That's a shame. Last time I checked, John's got like 240 hours on it or something. I have like 670 days in Binding well, of Isaac. Well, I mean, he plays it on his Vita. Yeah, on his Vita. Oh, yeah. I don't have a Vita like like John Thayer here has. Yeah, I, John I, I, Thayer, I play it on like, the peasant. Unlike John Thayer, Eric and Rhett and Polly do not have a Vita when, on which they can play Binding of Isaac or so, other it reminds me of that. It reminds me of that I have three PS3s, guy. <laughs> There's or the myriad back. other class excellent Vita titles such as Ali Ali Two or Final Fantasy Eight, or Neptunia, or, or Neptunia Two, Neptunia Three, <laughs> Neptunia U, Neptunia Sega Hard Girls, Neptunia Producing Perfection, <laughs> Neptunia Blanc versus the Zombies. All right, though, but really, does anybody buy that system for anything but playing Final Fantasy Eight? No. no, I have a PS TV and I haven't even I haven't touched it in almost a year. I mean, people buy <laughs> that's that's the killer app, and then you get whatever else just because you have this thing now and you finish Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah, you just kind of feel sorry for these <laughs> other games having to compete with Final Fantasy VIII. Yep. Could you play Mega Man Legends on it now? I think yes, you can. You can't play Legends Two. Legends you can't play Tron. I think they fixed that. I think it was a broken it. Oh, oh, fuck. oh, I would okay. love to play Mega Man Legends 2 on my Vita. <laughs> I can't play Siphon Filter. Not because I can play it, but it's unplayable with um, only with two shoulder buttons. You need four shoulder buttons for that game. Yeah. Yeah. That game is hard to play with uh, a controller. Every time I think about the Vita, something comes up where it's like, where they totally fucked it, like having only two shoulder buttons, mm-hmm. so it can't do proper fucking PS1 emulation. Like, goddamn it, Sony! It's like, but... how do you even have PS1 emulation and not look at your console and think, "Oh, how fucking stupid am I? Maybe we should send our engineers back to the goddamn drawing board." <laughs> I mean, it works for RPGs because you can use the. There's like you can set a zone on the touchscreen to be L2, 
or you can set yeah. the L one. You can customize it a lot, mm-hmm. um, but it just doesn't work for action games where you need access to all four buttons. It just can't. Yeah, work. and it's kind of fix that though. I'm sorry. What are the, the the back panels of the system to kind of? No, fix that, you can't. You can't touch the back panels and have it be functional. It's that not. That is shitty. <laughs> No, I mean, it I mean, works, I, but you have to press, like, a real precise area and hitting it in, like, the middle of an action game, holding wow. it down, releasing it. it just Yeah, and in Siphon Filter, like, the L2 and R2 are your strafe buttons, and they're also, yeah. your, they're also your peek around corners uh, buttons for when you need to get through missions without being seen. Yeah, you need to be precise, and the, the, it's not that you can't play PS1 games on it, it's just that you can't be precise... With those, with so when you, yeah, when you need access to all four buttons, yeah. yeah. So it works for RPGs like Final Fantasy VIII. You should clearly, just get a PSTV the, then. Yeah, I know, because then you can't play it portably, and then what are you doing? Well, I mean, you have everything. If you have, you have both. <sighs> PSTV is super cheap, dude. That's it was. It was like twenty bucks. It still is. I bought it so that I played. I spent my whole graduation playing Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> it was great. So, what was better, graduating or Final Fantasy VIII? Well, I didn't actually graduate because I didn't pass one of the classes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I went through the four-hour ceremony mm-hmm. uh, and then went to dinner afterwards and drunken parents, and that was great. And then, so I look back on the Final Fantasy VIII a little more, a little more fondly, actually. Don't do that. Don't ever look back on Final Fantasy VIII fondly. Just stop it. Squall's, Squall's hard times got John through his hard times. Oh. It was Disc 2. I just started Disc 2, which is probably the best part of the yeah. game. Which Austin says is, of course, the worst disc of Final Fantasy VIII, his favorite game. And I was just like, no, but I thought we agreed not fun. to talk about that point. I don't like you hanging around him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like the ideas he's putting in your head. <laughs> I like uh, the part where Squall wakes up and he's like, oh, weird, that gaping hole in my chest is gone because I'm alive now. And this all totally isn't a dream after this one. <laughs> um, well, lately the, trend, lately the trend has been just reverse psychology off my Twitter wall, so that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's usually a good, uh, a good way to approach the people you follow, I find. Because <laughs> they all tend to have very terrible, terrible opinions about things. Mm-hmm. Alright. Eric, Bo. What? Everyone Isaac. just keeps trying to bring it back to me. I know. <laughs> I Especially, I, yeah. I try, <laughs> but it's hard. It's because they love you, John. I know. I'm just real lovable. <laughs> I'm like a cuddly spider plushie. This isn't true. I fucking hate him. We have, we have a spider <laughs> It's real cute. But yeah, what's going on in Eric land? <laughs> Isaac, I've been playing a lot of co-op Isaac with Daisy, my girlfriend Daisy. We play a lot of Afterbirth. It's pretty fun. Would be it's fun a lot. If it's... I had friends to actually use those co-op babies that I unlock, man, that would feel worth it. Then I'll come over and play. Okay, there you go. Life is good. So how's the co-op going? It's surprising. It's going a lot better than I was expecting it to be because I, I didn't know that uh, player two is just some random tiny baby that that just takes one of your hearts it turns out daisy's way better at the game than me <laughs> that too yeah but um do you shoot yeah lots we're still we're, together? what just we, shoot we lots shoot, of poop together yes we shoot lots of poop that's together. what i remember from binding of isaac was shooting the just poop all the all of the poop yep um 
We got to hush. I, I didn't even think we'd be able to do that. Oh, damn. Yeah. How I, much of I, a nightmare was that? It was a pretty big nightmare because, like, the camera stays locked to player one. So, like, yeah. player two has got to yeah. stay close. But, like, the hush, you know, you know how hush is. You got to, like, dodge all these bullets and enemies. And, like, you, you can have a really good it. build, but, like, it won't matter because he only takes one damage per hit. And... Yeah. <sighs> that, that fight. That fight, <laughs> that fight is, is overwhelming. Uh... You remember when I beat him on my first try? Nice work, though. First yeah. try, Eric. That's what blessed, they call him. Blessed Ludovico technique. Never thought I'd hear anyone ever say that. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, that's, that's about it. That's all. That's that's me. That That's, that's Eric of twitch.tv slash Eric's joystick. That's all I he's been I stream games, but that's it, you know. And appear on podcasts. And, and appear on, on, a, on a certain podcast, yes. Uh, what do you think of Rhett's dick? I can see it from my backyard right now. <laughs> um, you might want to curve it because you're going to hit the International Space Station. You know that nobody scene? Want, nobody yeah. wants to see that. You know that scene in Attack on Titan where the Titan just peeks over the wall? Uh, <laughs> on, on that day, Earth received the grave oh, reminder. <laughs> All right, moving on, John Thire. Yay! We're doing me first. That's yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talking. get you out of the That's way. That's great because I love talking about my own interests. Yeah, yeah, you do. That is a thing that you definitely love to do. Rhett, if you could interrupt him as much as he interrupted <laughs> Eric, that'd be great. Is it really interrupting? It's more like helping along. You know, the doing a podcast with people that you haven't done a lot of podcasts. Are you saying Eric's stupid? It can be nerve, nerve. Are you trying be, to call one of my best friends ever stupid? It can be nerve-inducing. It can be uncomfortable when you have someone else like. Are you trying to say my friend Eric is whatever. uncomfortable? Polly fucking terrifies me. So thanks, John. <laughs> Alright, there you go. See. But I love her. But... Now everyone else, obviously, feel free to help keep my energy going. We're just gonna keep the energy, keep that energy up. You know. Get that 3ds out, uh, Eric. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm already on Mitomo, so. Okay. There you go. <laughs> okay. So you remember last time when I said like I was on a not James Bond kick? Nope. And it was just like I tried playing Goldeneye and I tried watching a movie and then I was just sad. And then you talked about hot sex with your dad? Yes. Oh, yeah. That was the context, actually. Now I remember. Yeah. Now it's starting to ring a bell. I watched the um, Edward Lazenby James Bond movie. Where he gets married at the end. Um, is that Casino Royale? The other one? It's it's basically Casino Royale 40 years old earlier. And it's probably the best James Bond movie. That bes- uh, not besides Casino Royale. At least some of the ones I've seen. In the context of it's slightly less evil than the Connery ones. <laughs> less evil, less rapey. Yeah, he only slaps a lady in this one. He doesn't think... (laughs) Well, sometimes a bitch needs a good slap. And let's see. Yeah, he gets married at the end and she dies tragically. And and then he cries, actually. And then it cuts to credits. It's it's pretty nuts. (laughs) And people... Guess what? People hate that movie. I brought it up to my dad and he was like, Oh, that's terrible. Oh, fuck that one. Um, 
I brought it up on Twitter, and I think Byron came online. I was like, oh, God, don't Sonic Adventure Edward Lazenby, John. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's, he has sex with lots of ladies. There are gadgets. He, he sh- throws a guy into, like, in front of a snowplow, and it shoves his guts through the air. And he goes, he has a lot of guts. He had a lot of guts. Like, Everything you're getting out of the, the Connery ones, you're getting here. It's just that he also acts like a person maybe sometimes in the movie. A little bit. Just a little bit. It's kind of a real movie, maybe. Got a little bit of a, you know, a humanistic side. Maybe not, maybe. you know, completely relatable or anything. No, but... he's still, he's still like, it's still weird boy porn thing. I don't know. Weird boy porn. No. <laughs> Great way of putting it. No. John watching his weird boy porn again. Boy, John Dyer, who has spiders in his belly and sleeps has hot with sex his with his dad. dad, and he loves oh his God. weird boy porn. Boy, this podcast just gets weirder and weirder. What I mean is, it's like uh, it's like the thirteen-year-old boy. Oh my God! Oh, wait, choose no, your not the You think very carefully about that next sentence. So the 13-year-old boy goes to see the movie and I was like, I want to be the big spy and shoot at the cars and be with the pretty ladies and whatnot. And it's just this dumb thing. It's so juvenile. that, what? You say it's juvenile? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, like, this is probably the best James Bond movie. Uh, again, like, excluding Casino Royale, because that's, like, real good, if I remember it. But, um... Yeah, the Edward Lazenby one is probably the best James Bond movie I could hope for, and it still isn't very, it still isn't great. Let me, John, now's your chance for redemption. I want you to give Byron Halter a nice big fuck you. I'm sorry? I want you to give Byron Halter a nice big fuck you. Uh, sorry, Byron? Uh, just, just, oh, but that's so mean. I mean, he has terrible James Bond opinions, but fuck those opinions. How about that? Okay. Fuck the idea that Sean Connery is the best at anything besides Indiana Jones' shitty dad. He was good in The Rock. Was that? that well, oh, I believe it. Yeah, yeah The I'm, Rock was good. Yeah, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's fine. A lot of things. It's just like, ugh. And especially considering like his personal history, it's just yeah. everything about his James Bond is just skeevy. Like, I kind of wanted to watch Goldfinger with my dad, but that's like one of the worst ones for that stuff. Yeah. And I, I just have never seen it. It feels like that's maybe a hole, but I just can't work up any enthusiasm at this point. I feel like I've seen the first two. I'm, I've seen this one. I'm good. You know? I feel like now that I've seen the Edward Lazenby one, I can be settled with James Bond forever and not see any games. Um, we also watched Paprika with Anna. That's a good movie. It was a much better movie. It's a real good movie. I kind of like have that in my head as like, oh, the lesser Cone movie for. What I think just- a lot of people think that just because it it dwells on a lot of themes that he's very much mm-hmm. known for. But yeah. I think that it takes those themes that he's known for and kind of polishes them to a mirror sheen. It's ninety minutes, and it's ninety minutes. It's so short. It's mm-hmm. so breezy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah, a great I'm- movie. I'm definitely in when what Polly just mentioned though is where it's like, oh, this is kinda like Paranoia Agent, but Yeah. Maybe like more polished but not as 
deep and as, as expressive and kind of messy as that was. So I kind of prefer that. Yeah, the, the, that's the kind of thing that I actually like about uh, Perfect Blue over Paprika. Is it Perfect Blue is like real messy, kind of gritty. It's oh. not. It's not perfectly. Oh yeah, it's, it's just it's, grimy. Oh, oh it's I, grimy. As did I say Perfect Blue? I meant Paranoia Agent. Oh. <laughs> well, I would think the same thing about Perfect Blue, seeing as yeah. that was his first major work. Yeah, yeah I think it's um, a, I think both of those. But those yeah, are the two Agent, I haven't really, Paranoia Agent really fits that theme as well, just being mm-hmm. really gritty, kind of unfocused, yeah. a little, a little, but 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 very competent in itself. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's just the, the, like the whole dream thing. Yeah, like, Paranoia Agent oh. was all about like what is actually happening, who is real or not. Yeah. I guess all a lot of his stuff does really circle around that yeah his, his his whole mo is like dreams and identity mm-hmm. and, and and all of the various things that interconnect that and and that's really why i always like this work is just because it's really it it may not say anything profound but it's nice seeing those questions posed uh yeah. as to like who we Absolutely. are or like you know what what is this thing that our brain is doing and it's nice to see that kind of reflected back at you even if there is no answer for that yeah, I think that's a great way of putting it. Plus, Tokyo Godfathers is just ridiculously and, yeah, sweet. Tokyo yeah. Godfathers is ridiculously fun, and I mm-hmm. think it actually has a pretty good, uh, decent uh, representation of a trans character that I mm. think actually, you know, like, yeah, like a lot of the characters speak very rudely Coarsely. to her, but mm. I look at that in the same way that I would speak to you people and some of the <laughs> very awful things that I say about you and if like any of you crack those same jokes about me, I would just laugh it off because I mean that's just, you know, you, that's how it made that's how it made them seem close, I think. They they clearly love each other. Yeah, yeah. All of the characters in that movie, all of the friends just love each other so much and yeah. it, it's really felt, I think. Yeah. Tokyo Godfathers. That's that's the anime where uh, the three homeless people find find a baby. Find a baby. Yeah. Trying to... yeah. yeah. Okay. I remember. It's, it's been a while since I've seen it. It's a very it. Christmas. Yeah, I liked it. Yes. I always watch <laughs> yeah. it. I always watch it around Christmas. That's one of my uh, go-to Christmas movies. That's when we watched it. Yeah. Yeah. You called time. it. An, I think you called it an R-rated Disney movie at one yeah, point. Yeah, it's an R-rated Disney flick through and through. Yep, in the best way. The first time I watched it, I was like streaming. Well, not streaming, but me and Polly were watching it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then my power went out uh-huh. like 15 minutes from the end. Oh, no. For like a day. No. <laughs> and it really just, kind of ruined just the despair. momentum. There. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. I remember when I got back to like check on um, AOL Instant Messenger, I was like, wow, it must have been real bad for Red. He doesn't even <laughs> want to talk to me anymore yeah. after that one. God, that. I so really I have, like. I have it. to revisit that because that memory sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to watch Paranoia Agent with Anna. Oh, that would be oh, so man. good. Uh, Millennium Ooh. Actress is really good too. Oh, we we watched Millennium Actress. That movie is great too. Oh, that movie's so. We good. just we missed um, Paranoia Agent and Perfect Blue. We've kind of like gone in order of like most from like least like grimy and like violent. Like Perfect Blue is probably the most like kind of yeah. unpleasant. Yeah, yeah. Paranoia Agent is pretty unfair. close, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. What I remember from Paranoia Agent is the guy just vomiting math everywhere. That was so good. Yeah. I, I also love that opening theme. The oh, I forgot about the so theme good. song. Just everybody <laughs> laughing. Oh. It's people laughing for a minute and 45 seconds, <laughs> and it's just so weird. And then everybody's <laughs> sleeping in the ending. It's so perfect. Oh. 
Yeah. It's so creepy. So what would fo- what would we follow up Paprika with? That would be logical. That Anna and I hadn't seen in a long time. Boy. We watched The Matrix. Oh. oh. That's a real good movie. Yeah. So ha- I- have you not seen it before? I saw it once as a oh, okay. conscious person like four years ago. So pre-Anna, so it doesn't count. Basically. <laughs> four years. Jesus. <laughs> I know. So it's been for- – I've only seen it once and it was forever ago. And this is the kind of movie I could have probably been watching like every year or so. Right, right. Yeah, it's a real damn good movie. Yeah. yeah. I think I put it off for a long time because um, so I, when I was like 12, I heard an adult like explain to people, oh, it's so complicated. The Matrix is so complicated. No. <laughs> it's definitely a movie for grownups. It's only something that grownups can understand. <laughs> well, <laughs> not really. Fair. My dad does not understand that movie. I'm like, no, they're in a machine. It, they're like, batteries. He, he literally doesn't get it. Like the whole they lecture concept. at the screen. They have like extended scenes where they just lecture yeah. to Neo about what explaining what's going on. I know. And they make it super fun to watch. Yeah. But they do that so that you know what's going on and then can enjoy the kung fu. Yeah. Um, we neither of us have seen the sequels. We know that they're not as good. Yeah, but I think how that's not an understatement, yeah. Okay, so there's, very not as good. There's <laughs> The story just falls apart. Like, okay. They are good for action. Yeah, and I just said we can we can just watch Sense8 because we didn't finish that, and that show's amazing. Yeah, but, 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 but yeah, the last two Matrix movies kind of go way too up their own ass with the story. Like okay. they, they, they took those comparisons with Ghost in the Shell and ran with them. Mm-hmm. So basically, they ended up making very wordy movies that didn't have a lot of action. And then when they did have action, it was like 38 minutes straight of it, and it's exhausting. <laughs> no. Like yeah, the, the, the Smiths uh, fight is so way too long in that second one? movie. The second movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the entire last 38 to 45 minutes of the movie is just Neo versus 8,000 Smiths. That's a, I thought that was kind of in the middle of the movie. <laughs> I, thought well, it, I, I haven't watched that movie. I haven't watched that movie since theaters. So yeah. Well, the I I, the third movie turns into Dragon Ball Z, so I did actually really appreciate that <laughs> in a super stupid way. <laughs> the first one, the fight with the agents are so good because yeah. they're so yeah. scary. Yeah, There's never yes, a point. It, they are not scary in the sequels. They totally mm-hmm. fucked it up. And then the only one that matters is Smith for some reason because he was popular. Like, it's yeah. really kind of fan servicey stuff. Weird. Yeah, that's that was the thing, was that there weren't any clones of Smith beyond just the one. And then the other p- agents were actually, like, different programs, it looked like. Yeah. So, yeah. the And then the fact that when he, when they, he blocks the bullets at the end, and then it's like, oh, so that's why you're showing the bullets in slow motion for this movie. Yeah. It, it like... Builds on that concept so well. Yeah. It's it's really well thought out, uh, that first movie. Uh, it's really good. As yeah. a standalone goes, piece, it's really great. Like, you yes. don't even need the sequels for that. For that yeah, scene, exactly. So. That's it, that's it, what I watched it. I watched it the first time, and I was like, okay, I'm satisfied just with this. This is perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's it was written as a standalone thing, and then in the sequels they had a problem. Well, well we just made our character kind of God. How do we balance <laughs> him? Yeah. It's like the Dragon Ball Z thing where it's like, oh, Goku has some other bullshit to deal with. So he's not going to be here for the first 30 minutes of this fight. Yeah. And then he'll show up and save the day. 
God. Because, like, once he can fly, it's like, well, <laughs> how, how do you make Agent Smith a threat anymore? <laughs> God. That's a real good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That has been ruined by fan bases and the internet. Yeah. Red Pill. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, really ruined more that's, than the usual. That's two big movies by by ladies that got co-opted by shitty internet dudes between Matrix and Beef of Vendetta. Mm-hmm. Or they didn't direct yeah. Beef of Vendetta, but they wrote the screenplay. screenplay. Yeah. So, geez. Ugh. How do you reconcile that? How do you reconcile being basing so much of your life on this piece of media by women and then hating women? By just being completely unaware of yourself. Yep. Yeah. There you go. All right. So those, so basically movies are cool. And I've, it's like they're like video games, but you don't press any <laughs> buttons and they are over in two hours instead of 20. Like video games that you ain't got to press buttons for. And they're over in two hours instead of 20. That's the real important part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. You can just have like a whole story that's just over yeah. in two hours. That's and nuts. no shitty sewer stages. And no shitty sewer mazes. I, I like sewer stages. In, in what? Water. In Hunters. <laughs> that wasn't a shot at you, Rhett. No. I know, but but I put that in there in, on purpose because, like, fuck you guys, I'm putting a sewer stage in. <laughs> right, right after the ice level. <laughs> See, it was either going to be sewer, like, for that joke, it was either going to be sewer stage, ice stage, or fire stage. I had to take one of them. Yeah. So I figured I'd take the shittiest one. Yeah. Huh? Oh. Uh, so, the uh, sewer stage mate got me stuck, like, three times in Chrono Trigger. It was nuts. See, God. even the best games have sewer stages. There you go. I guess Meridia could be considered Super Metroid's sewer. And I always get fucking lost there. Yeah. <laughs> Meridia is so cool because it's just completely, like, almost standalone. You can get everything there in your first go around. Yeah, yeah. I really like it. I really well, like Meridia. Like the, the music the there. And then uh, totally there's, fucking... two, there's two songs, and it's just, they're both great. Yeah. And I always get lost, like like Rhett said. It's like the one place in Super Metro that I can't really form a perfect mental map of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. That's cool. And hey, There's... best moment of Super Metroid, bombing that tube. Oh, getting it. And the second best moment, um, grapple beaming Dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, I played a video game. Did you? Yeah, I played it... one video game. Is it a good one? Uh, uh, well, what? Uh, um, I played Hyper Light Drifter. What mm. is this hesitation? Are you doing a joke? Or? Uh, I'm doing a joke because Hyper Light Drifter is really fucking good. Yeah, oh, I've, 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 I've played, <laughs> I've only played about an hour and a half of it so far, so I'm gonna like reserve my own judgments on it. But, uh, what are your thoughts on Hyper Light Drifter well, thus mean, far? I've got two of the big dungeons down. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's two big bosses and four, eight, eight of the thingamabobbers. Mm. So I think it's a really fucking good game. Um, it just hits a lot of the... Bu- it, it avoided the pitfalls I was worried it would. Because like when you play the first like 10 minutes or so, the first 20 minutes or so, and you get to like an enemy, and you just like slash at the enemy, and then it's sort of like leading you along in like the sort of 3D Zelda intro-y way. Yeah. Only, you know, only the actual story stuff is really interesting and cool and silent and neat. 
It reminds me a lot of Another World. Yeah. Um, but then, and then you get to the next area after you fight, you fight one guy and you get to the next area and then like five guys pop up out of the floor and the doors seal off. And then, oh, suddenly this got hard. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't stop, actually. That game doesn't pull its punches either. No. It's, it is pretty hard, but it's also very generous with its checkpoints. Yeah, exactly. So, so to people out there, it's the Dark Souls. Oh, blah, you blah, stole the joke. Shut the fuck up because, like, this game, like, you literally don't lose anything from dying. You go back, oh. you start you start back at the start of the screen you died on with yeah. the exact same number of health potions that you had. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, and health. So, if you get into a place with bad health, then you can't, like, die to heal yourself back up. Yeah. Um, but, I don't... But, but, like, the health stuff, like, respawns after a certain amount of time, so you can just go back uh, and grab another couple of them. I didn't quite grab it. How many, like, is it after a certain number of deaths or after you go back? I think it's after just a certain number of screens. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, so that that's real cool. Um, basically, there are very... It's like Zelda, Link to the Past, basically, <laughs> only you have, like, this real cool dash that lets you dodge moves, sort oh, of like a so roll, good. but <laughs> it <laughs> no, feels, it feels really good because you kind of just good. like you kind of like phase around the battlefield, mm-hmm. but you're oh, not so. you're not invincible during it. But like, mm-hmm. so like, it's like Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. basically Bloodborne. Yeah, I mean, basically, basically Bloodborne. Um, you know, you're so con- that was constantly the, uh, coughing up blood anyway. So <laughs> that's no, that's Sword and Sorcery, the other best game ever. Um, no. Uh, the thing that I was worried about when I watched the trailer and you have this dash and then it just shows you dashing over gaps. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be like the 3D Zelda thing where you have a tool and then periodically the game is like, oh, hey, you have to use your tool here. No, it's nothing like that. It's nothing like that. It's totally organic. The um, dashing over gaps can, has some real organic secrets embedded in the levels mm-hmm. using that. Yeah. Um, and the dash itself has a little bit of a stagger. So when you're in combat, that stagger matters. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's the that's what I was worried about. It was like, oh, I have a dash, so I'm just gonna be. So the main purpose of this is going to be moving slightly faster through long, boring areas, like in a Castlevania, like an Iga, an Igavania game. When you Where have you dash. just back dash everywhere, just back dashing everywhere. That's that's what it made me think of was the back dash. Not at thing. all. Like nothing you, like that. You've got to be really mindful of your surroundings that I, mm. I've noticed as well, because I remember like going into an area and I was just like. Doody do, I'm just gonna run around dashing, and then I dashed, and my character stopped on this thing, and it was just like these just these little spikes on the ground. They look harmful. Oh wow, I just got impaled by a million crystals. Fantastic. <laughs> God. <laughs> so basically, it's yeah, it's a lot more kind of tense and impactful than I think even a link to the past. Yeah, definitely. And, and and it like the Zelda comparison doesn't really even hold up because it's no. not the kind of game where you get an ability and then you kind of just like, uh, well, there you, you open the rest of the game. Yeah, because, I think all the abilities so far are optional. Yeah, that's what I'm getting to is that Ugh. like because you can like buy them and mm-hmm. your currency is really weird in the game because you've got to like find four pieces of a piece of currency and then you have a piece of currency. Yeah, then you get one coin. Yeah. And it's you, cool. You can... It's neat. It's... Yeah. It makes it you want to dig around for secrets. Yeah, it functions, and the the power ups that you do get, 
Like you get the ability, you can buy the ability to chain together your dash, your dashes. And that's real cool. It feels real good. It's hard. There's like a little bit of a. Oh, there's a crazy strict timing window on it. Yeah. And there, and there's like a challenge of doing 600 in a row. Really? I got to 20. Yeah. There's a challenge. Like the the, <laughs> the the room where you buy uh, the dash upgrades. Like you can go into the room to the side, and like when you go in there and start dashing, it'll start counting. And there's, like, a challenge for doing, like, 600 in a row or something. That sounds ridiculous. Yeah. I got 20, and it gave me an achievement, so I'm okay. And that's, like, one of the only, like, really explicit video game-y things in there. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty... It's an organic nice. as hell game. Like, everything yeah. that I've explored so far, it, there's nothing that really feels, hey, video game about it. It's just very organic. The world feels really well put together the way mm. the secrets are hidden feels really like interesting and well thought out and mm. just like this is really really cool and i've only played 90 minutes so far yeah it's just this... it's like i was saying on twitter it's just like i don't want to jump ahead of the i don't want to jump the gun but i think hyper light drifter might be very special sounds right there's not even like you can do the first three dungeons in any order yeah, that's what I noticed, too. Because uh, then it was just like, wait, which way do I want to go? Like, I like the left path. This path is cool. But if I go up here, there's cool visuals and stuff up here. I want to pull it. Oh, I want to see. He's like, damn it, I don't know which way I want to go yet. The right path also is really cool. I went to the up and right path so far, and mm. they're really cool visuals. Yeah. Um, the There's no, like, explicit dungeons either. It's like, here's an area. You can go underground and above ground, and there's stuff stuff about and you'll just like run into a boss and be like oh that was a dungeon shit yep the bosses are super like low-key too there's not like big music or anything they don't have names because there's no text the one i've seen so far was just like a dude with a sword that was real fast oh they're great bosses too yeah they really like make you they really put you to exercise with like you know, comboing with like your your gun and mm. and your and your sword abilities and your dashing around, like they really make you work for it. Mm-hmm. It's again like comparing it with like the 3D Zeldas, where it's like, okay, I'm about to do my pattern now. Better throw a bomb in my mouth. There's nothing oh, like that. Yeah, it's oh, you hit me three times. You got the bomb in my mouth three times. You win. No, I saw I saw somebody get a shotgun in that game and i want the shotgun so bad i got the shotgun i can hook you up with which path to go down if you oh, want the shotgun oh dog yeah so, after, wait, after this is bloodborne now it kind of is really <laughs> only you don't really use your gun to parry you use it to kind of like to make your tactical retreat and still ping a, an enemy for a few mm-hmm. more damage and yeah. stuff like that or in the case of the shotgun you know use it to kind of like you know, buff your offense even more by like taking three swipes and then firing your shotgun to blow them back. Your ammunition is charged up by slashing enemies and things with your sword. Yeah. So you're saying it's charged with blood. <laughs> Sorry. So that's not my dog. Uh, no, that's that's me. That's Pookie. okay. It's Pookie. Hungry. She's excited. No, she's Aww. excited to see somebody. She's excited to be on the podcast. That's her. Ex- yes, yes, she is. Oh, What's that? Undertale is the greatest game of all time. Wow, Pookie's got good taste. Yeah, definitely. You should make Eric play it, <laughs> uh, Pookie. I gotta get around to doing that. Yeah, I think you will absolutely love Undertale, even though it has you dogs. even though you don't like RPGs that much. It's I think Undertale would really just not t- an RPG. I said I don't like RPGs. I just, I just don't feel like I don't have the patience for them or the commitment. You, yeah, this, I think you like this is Undertale, a real short game. Yeah, Undertale <laughs> is like five hours. Oh, okay. 
in and yeah. out. It's got great all, all, all the endings included, or um, well, no, just but go, just no. go. Just, just once, go you, once you've seen the first ending, then you'll be hooked, and you won't have to be convinced that you want to play through the other endings. Or just go for the true pacifist ending your first time through. Yeah, that's the other way through. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, that's if you get to any of the endings, then you won't be need any more convincing. I have to wonder how many. People, <laughs> I have to wonder how many people listen to our podcast get so tired of us bringing up Undertale. And being like, hey, you need to play this guest. Hey, hey, I don't give a shit. Undertale's <laughs> really good. Eric, I got something good for you. You need to play. I deal with. I read enough people shitting on Undertale. Yeah, I don't. You don't have to deal with that here. This is a good. This is a space. <laughs> Plus, it's a good SJW game. Yep, Eric. <laughs> there you go. You can be SJW scum with us. I cringe. I cringe at the thought of using that word in a serious. Oh, I <laughs> never used it in a serious connotation. <laughs> and even if you did, think about the connotations. Social justice warrior. Like I'm a warrior. Like I could beat your fucking ass. A warrior. It's like can't, yeah. Can't I'm I be like a, a bard or something? Yeah, it's like, 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 what are you, a piss baby bard? Fucking AW <laughs> games like Undertale and Baldur's Gate. And Life is Strange. Ugh. So, Hyper Light Drifter is really good. Yeah, It I just is hitting all the notes real well. Yeah, it's, And, like, it's... naturally I went on Twitter and it was like, you know, this doesn't actually look very, very great. God, <laughs> piss off. Like, the art in this, this game has all the fucking so pixel baby. art. Oh, my God. All yeah, right. and that that was that was it. I was actually a little bit tentative going in because I saw the dashing and I saw, um, I saw the pretty art, and I was like, this could very easily just be like, this could be a three D fucking three D Zelda game, basically, like yeah. the one of the bad ones. Um, but it's not. It's hitting all the right notes. It is. A, it succeeds in many good tradi- traditions, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's this uh, just very only right now. Yeah. I think so, yeah. I know I have no idea actually. Yeah, it it just feels very like classically sound. Yeah. In all these ways, like Castlevania, where you hit the sword and then there's a little bit of a pause after you do the sword. Yeah. So you just be a little bit smarter. It's it's not very pronounced, but is there and especially feeling it after playing Secret of Man- <laughs> trying to beat Secret of Mana a couple <laughs> weeks ago. So. Everything about Hyper Light Drafter very much appeals to me. I think one of the things I said was that I played it for like an hour, and then I said like, okay, I think I've got a pretty good idea of how the next like six hours are going to yeah, go. Yeah, And I feel like that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely had the same feeling after I played it for an hour. It was just like, I know where this game's going. And I, I want to go on that. Love on the- it! So I'm okay with that. Yeah. So it's... Oh. Yeah, I have a couple of questions. Is this made by a new development team? Uh, yeah, because yeah, Heart Machine. You mentioned Heart Machine. Yeah, wasn't this game on a Kickstarter yep. at one point? It, it was, was right. It was kickstarted. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's how I got my copy. A uh, friend of mine, a friend of the show, uh, Carmichael McCallis, uh, actually gave me. He gifted me his uh, Kickstarter back copy, and actually, I guess, bought the game himself. Mm-hmm. This is, it reminds me a little bit of Sword and Sorcery, but if the, you took out all the but, bits. But, you know, this is actually good. And if you take out the bits that. Poop coming from a butt. Basically. I like Sword and Sorcery. Oh, my I God. Love, I fucking yeah. love oh, Sword, okay. Sword, Sword, Sword. High five for someone else. <laughs> the dog is well, like, I, mean, no, I, I know. Even the dog disagrees. 
Look, if I, I thought, well, I thought like some of it was kind of like pretentious, but like, oh, oh just some of it, <laughs> some of it. Well, I don't know. Who, I didn't know who the fuck Jim Guthrie was until I played it. So I'm just like, but I, I really like the world and like the music and like the, the pixel end. art was really nice and. and I would love the Trigon. Just like, this is a lot. Yeah, those are so stylish. And it like, just... I, I didn't really know what was going on until like I got to the end, mm-hmm. and like Scythian was like. Spoilers, but like you know, she did she all this died. stuff just to die. Mm-hmm. But then you get to the end, and it's like you walk by these graves, and you realize you're you're stumbling by the graves because as you collect the legendary artifacts, they're also draining your life, and your life bar literally it shrinks throughout the whole game yep. until you only have one left. And then as you're walking up the mountain at the end, being chased by this specter, you're healing over periodically the vomit blood, mm. and then you see these graves of the people who came before you trying to seal this evil away and failing. And you just know that you could fail so easily right here. And it's, it, it's real impactful to me. Ugh. It was, it was nice. That and it got me into Jim Guthrie. I like some cool. of this stuff. Yeah, um, sort of like a good companion piece to journey. I think I, I, you know, I have journey. I haven't even gotten around to playing it. It, it has like kind of a similar ending too. actually. Yeah. Where you're going through the snow and everything, but then it has like he this. He just computer. said he hadn't played it. Oh yeah, sorry. I don't think I'm gonna ever be able to. My PS3 is dead. I gotta get a new one. Actually. Cool. Well, it's real lovely. Sorry for saying that about the ending. It's I not. Played it either. It's, very, oh, I, it's I completely different. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's not at all like that. Never mind. Totally different other game named Journey. <laughs> yeah. So, if if Hyper Life Drifter has an ending as good as Sword and Sorcery, then it'll probably be one of my favorite games. Mm. Um, I love the way the, 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 the way the game organically tells its story without words. Mm-hmm. It's just really nice. Mm-hmm. The, so like, it, it, it's like Dropsy, but without huh? Oh, I love Dropsy. But 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 like without the iconography and you having to figure out what the icons mean. Oh yeah, that's that game did that where there's no um. Yeah, there's no like it's okay. universal. You know, it's all just like, speech bubbles. And... Mm-hmm. Speech bubbles with images in them. It's so yeah. cute. Yeah, Dropsy is great. <sighs> I should play Drops. Yes, you should. You should. Hyperlight Drifter, so far, Soxcast approved. Absolutely. Unless it just gets terrible at the end, of course. It might just shit the bed. I, I hope not. I don't think it will, though. Um, so, oh, one thing I didn't mention last week was that Anna and I rewatched the entirety of Wolf's Reign. Mm-hmm. That was, like, one of my... F- Anna watched it for the first time. That was one of my favorite cartoons when Polly was getting me into anime, when I was getting to anime and constantly seeking Polly's advice and approval. And, I was about uh, to say, and approval better be a part of this. Yeah. That, that, that left me pretty cold this time. What, what were you? I remember you um, came off at a little lukewarm. Yeah, I, I don't think it, I mean, I don't think it's terrible, mm-hmm. but it just kind of like, eh, I could do without. It's not that great. And it's got two fucking recap episodes. Come on. Well, it doesn't have four. We we I I told you before that to skip that disc, but whatever. It's okay. Oh yeah, it's an entire fucking disc on the collection. That's yeah. Right. There is some what? there is some budget. Th- there's yeah, like a national some budget problems with that. No, there's like a national disaster. Yeah. And they like emergency couldn't make a show, so they made four recap episodes, and then at the end they added they made four extra episodes. That went on all the DVDs that tell the actual ending. So you can just throw that disc in the trash and you have this great 26 episode anime. 
I have I never would... watched the recap episodes. I wouldn't say it's great. Oh yeah, I forgot. I was I morphed back into pre-John. It's I not it was all actually. Right. It's it's so man angst. Yeah. That, I think that's really what kind of rubbed me the wrong way about it. It's, it's, so, it's not even, like, I think a lot of it is just teen angst. Like, it doesn't even feel like man angst to me. It just feels like a lot of bravado and trying to uh-huh. beat your chest and prove yourself how much of a man you are. Yeah, Anna just said that, sparked my, that show sparked me just being completely uninterested in men or anything by men lately. Yeah. <laughs> I think and that's it, fair. It's just like there's one... Of the main of the main journeying crew, there's the one lady who's a flower maiden, yeah. who's like made out of flowers and is just lily white pure, and doesn't does not eat, mm-hmm. <laughs> sustains herself by the light of the moon, um, just pets everybody to make them feel better and heals the wounded. Yeah. While the other while the wolves eat pe- beat people up. Yeah. And wow, yeah that that show. The other lady character dies before most of the other cast members. Mm-hmm. It it's Wolfstein was created by a lady too. It's yeah, uh, but it's just this. It's, I don't think it holds it's up. So, it's so much. Yeah, I just I like I remember watching it and thinking, you know, it's got some all right things, but mm-hmm. eh, I could do without. Yeah, I went back and read um, Jake Chapman's analysis of it. Um, from like 2008 or something. Mm-hmm. It was just on a forum because I remember reading it and that was like enlightening me to all these things in the things on the, in the show, the symbols I didn't realize. And then even that analysis actually was not as good as I remembered and kind of full of some weird shitty things. So yeah, I was just like, uh, I think I've outgrown this show. Some things are just best left in the past. Yep. Bible strain. You're not as good as, you can Lots keep sixteen-year-old John happy. Yeah, because he did that show. Did like the second or third time I watched it, I was like, "Oh, this is just the best cartoon ever." And then I moved on from there, and life is good. Cool, cool. Now Princess, now it's just Princess Tutu again. Life there is you good. go. Princess Tutu uh, still good shit. That's good shit. Yeah, I revisited that, and that one holds up. Mm-hmm. Even with some of the with some of the animation stuff, it's a real nice story. Oh yeah, it's definitely got some budgety things yeah. going on with it, but I think that like that 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 that, like that, Prince, that show but... is all heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they it it almost feels like yeah. I just really like Princess Tutu. Yeah. Um. One more thing. Um. So there's a web comic that was ending, and so now so I saw some people on my timeline just being like, "Oh, this web comic that everybody likes is actually shit," and then I was like, "Hmm." Maybe you're full of shit, and this webcomic's awesome. Homestuck? Homestuck. But um, Homestuck. I, I don't know any of the context here. I, I missed... Sometimes everyone. I find with things like that, that, that yeah. have this big zeitgeist around them, it's, yeah. best, it's best to avoid that context and go in on your own terms. Yeah, which is what I've done. It's ending. So I read Problem Sleuth, which is kind of the same, uh, same format of story by the same author. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot shorter and more self-contained, um, after playing Undertale because Toby Fox did most of the, a ton of the music for Homestuck. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, I need to get in on this action because Undertale is the best thing since sliced bread. Right. Right. Um, and I want to consume everything that has to do with it. So I read Problem Sleuth and it kicked ass. It like takes 
a little while to get into the format because it's formatted like a text adventure, mm-hmm. like Zork, only with the commands are just static links at the bottom. Yeah. And he based a lot of the commands early on on like reader submissions and forum submissions. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of this fun audience participation game. And then the thing with Problem Sleuth, it starts off just like you're a guy in a room, you're an ace detective in a room. And by the end, it goes just full rent, basically. Oh. Like the entire second half of the comic is the final boss fight. Oh, jeez. It's amazing. Um, it just keeps escalating and escalating and escalating in these absurd Gurren Lagogany ways, except in this bizarre language that only makes sense if you read it from the beginning. So it's, it's kind of a weird thing to explain, but I think going full ret, full anime, is kind of the best way I can describe it. Right. You never appeal. go full ret. You never go full <laughs> um, So Problem Suit was real good. And then I started Homestuck and read the first act and really was enjoying myself. Um, it g- kind of gets moving a little bit faster than home than Problem Sleuth because mm-hmm. it kind of moved away from the audience participation stuff a little faster. Right, right. Um, and I've read a bunch of pages in the last week or so and just had a real nice time. I'm still like a million years away from the end. Yeah, but, uh, yeah that's got quite an extensive history. Yeah. But, you know, it's... Only it's only been seven years. That's not that long for a webcomic. There's been some shit that's like a, ugh, God. Um, so the I, day, remember the days of eight easy bits, man. Those yeah. Were the days. Yeah. So Homestuck's real good. I think so far, a lot of the music is really great in the way it's incorporated into the format. I was a little put off the first time I tried it because Problem Sleuth doesn't have any dialogue. Um, Homestuck does, but in the format of chat logs that whenever your characters chat over the IM interface in the game, the, in the story, it'll display a little chat log, but they're actually used pretty sparsely. Mm-hmm. And when they are, they're used to really good effect and they forward the story. It was just kind of a different flavor from Problem Suit that took a little bit of getting used to. So I've kind of made my piece with that and it uses the flash animation way better than most comics I've seen that try to incorporate, oh, this is the animated special. Suddenly everybody has voices now. What? Because they're basically just like these music videos that forward the plot. Yeah, yeah. There's no dialogue. It's just, it's real cute. It's real clever. And it's, the thing about it is that there's nothing about it that makes sense without the complete context. Like, I linked a four-minute video (laughs) of, like, the end of Act 3 saying that, Everything in it made sense to me, which was bewildering because it just looks like four minutes of complete nonsense. <laughs> right, right. It's like jumping into a random episode of Red versus Blue or something. Maybe, maybe, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's something else. But it does make sense just going through it, and I'm having a real good time with that. Cool, cool. And I think that's about the long and short of John, the John experience, if you will. All right, Rhett, we'll, we'll go ahead and throw it over to you since we are talking about your schlong. <laughs> sure. It's a Jupiter now. We, yep, yeah. Eric, Eric was <laughs> watching. It hit the red spot, if you know what I mean. Boom. Um, Jupiter's so... G-spot. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier John was saying movies are nice. Movies are like 90 minutes to two hours long, and they have a complete story. And 
you don't have to push any buttons. Yeah, yeah, that's usually yeah, it can be good sometimes. Okay. And last year there was a movie that was very good, which some of you may have seen, called Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. 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 Furry or so, Fury? Fury. <laughs> you, you said furry. Because I'm getting like I I mumble visuals. a lot. One of the fucking LPO judges is like, "You mumbled your words." I'm like, "That's gonna happen, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> Calling that bitch ass out. <laughs> so my favorite, uh, my favorite was like, you did a great you did a great video. The commentary is good, but the, because of the game, there wasn't much to talk about. That is all I have to say. <laughs> Just any of that is all I have to say. Made me laugh. So, anyways, <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road, very very great movie. Lots of action in two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I played Mad Max the video game. Oh, good. Yeah, that's so, okay. so, you got, got great action. and So you know it's great taking all the action from Mad Max Fury Road and stretching it out over 50 or so hours. That'd be to- that sounds like a totally and reasonable thing to do. Not having nearly as much or as good of a story, which uh, doesn't seem possible. So uh, this game is kind of disappointing. Because mm. it also comes from the developers of Just Cause 2, mm-hmm. which was like the most godly, ridiculous, over-the-top action game. Yeah, it's an action open-world game that had a lot of crazy shit going yeah, for it. Yeah, and it was actually my first open-world game. Like, I when I first played the demo, I was just impressed by the stupid shit. Like, oh my god, I can run up to this guy and take his car. Whoa. Because <laughs> I had literally never played a GTA at that point. So I'm like, oh my god, I can steal cars. But then I'm like, I'm playing the game. I'm like, oh wait, I can steal this helicopter with like eight rocket launchers on it. That's way better. <laughs> oh wait, I can tether this helicopter to this car. And yeah, that's just... even cooler. Yeah. So that game got wacky. Uh, Mad Max is not wacky. <laughs> Yeah, Mad- it looks about as a milk toast as you can get for an open world game these days. It's like they made. A- oh, yeah. So the immediate impression I realized was like, oh, this is like Assassin's Creed, the pirate one, but with cars. <laughs> oh. Oh. So you- you're just kind of driving around from hot spot to hot spot, and then you go punch a few dudes. So like the combat is like literally they copy pasted the Batman combat. Oh, geez. Where it's just like you tap X and it does the big muscly bunch, 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 and then, uh oh, an enemy is attacking, press Y, and then you catch All games do that now. Like any game that has a combat system or any kind of third person combat, that is like the only thing people know how to do now. Even good games like uh, Sleeping Dogs. Like that game is great, but that game still uses that same fucking system. Maybe it was because I played that first, but it didn't bother me that one because it felt a little different because you had, like, the finishers and stuff where you could, like, break dudes' legs and that. Oh, yeah, that game was so brutal. Yeah, that game had something to differentiate it. This is just you tap X and then press Y when the the guy's going to punch you so you counter him. And then, oh, no, this guy has a knife so and it has, like, little red lightning bolts over his head just like in Batman. So you got to dodge out of the way. It's, like, literally exactly the same, because this is a WB-published game. Oh, like, I, like, I seriously course. wonder if they actually just... Had access to those that. assets. <laughs> yeah, because it's so similar. Then when you punch the last dude, like, he ragdolls and it goes in slow motion. Like, it's exactly the same feel as Batman, because I've played three of those games. I know how it feels. Wow, they, but the they thing literally is, just had the same code base and just it, plopped it into their game. It might be a... It was like, oh, man... I don't feel so bad reusing stuff in my games anymore because you all just copied the combat straight 
out of Batman. Yeah. God. But the thing that sucks is that in Batman you do you can use all your gadgets in combat. Mm-hmm. And in this you just have a shotgun. So if you press B he fires the shotgun. Oh. But you have like two bullets total. So I'm like always out of ammo obviously. Yeah. Jeez. So the thing that's really weird about Mad Max is that it feels like the developers were kind of torn on what direction to go. Because there are moments of, like, inspired brilliance, I think, in this game. But they're so kind of spread out. Because mm-hmm. a lot of it is just, like, we're going to make, like, this tough survival game where, like, you loot a guy for ammo and he has one bullet. And oh. you don't have regenerating health. You have to fill up your water canteen and then drink it. And it's, like, these really slow animations. So, like, every hit matters because... Your health is such a pain in the ass to restore. Unless you die, in which you could just respawn with full health. So, like, kind of defeats the whole purpose of making health not regenerate. Yeah. So it's like, there are weird survival aspects like that. Mm-hmm. Like, But then the car stuff can get kind of nutty when it's, like, you versus, like, this convoy of, like, five cars. And you have, like, a harpoon on your car. And you're, like, shooting it into dudes and just ripping them out of their car. <laughs> And then you have this thing called the Thunderpoon, which is actually just basically just a rocket launcher. That's my and... stripper name, Thunderpoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that thing is just like just straight up a rocket launcher, and the explosions in this game really incredible looking. Right. So it's right. like, well, that's Avalanche. They do yeah. incredible explosions. Even uh, that one game they did, Rogue. Rogue thing. Oh, I. With don't... the vehicles, damn it. Oh, 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 the top-down thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game. That game had fantastic explosions, too. Why can I not remember what that's called? Jesus. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that whatever they made the top-down jackal-like shooter was, that yeah. was really great. But this is just weird when it's like, so much of this game is just so slow and plotting, and then... Renegade oh, Ops! There, there was a huge explosion, that was cool. Why can't this game be more focused on the driving stuff and just blowing shit up why can't this game be renegade ops or why can't this game just be mad max fury wrote the game like if this was just all car stuff and all blowing shit up like i would like that a lot more yeah because then it's like you have like your home base and to upgrade the home base it's like i need three parts for mike's not muted john john what are you doing (laughs) It was muted, I thought. No, I'm sorry. No, it oh. wasn't. So I'm going to oh. leave that in and let everybody know how unprofessional I'm so are. sorry. I did. Uh, I was just yawning, I thought, and I bumped around a bit. Okay, I'm sorry. I wanted to say, um, what was there a reason why people kind of expected more from this Mad Max game? I think it's just because it was coming off the heels of Fury Road. Okay. It was coming off the heels of Fury Road and Just Cause 2, which was really... Oh, uh, okay. It's like it's a developer that makes crazy open action world games and this is a much much slower paced one of those it's much more like assassin's creed with cars Woo, our favorite uh, yeah mm-hmm. those don't sound very good together no yeah because i hear it it's like oh look a licensed game based on a movie that just came yeah. out I think this was actually going to come out before the movie but it actually got delayed a bunch and then yeah. when the movie came out and was so good people were like oh fuck we yeah, go by the this. pressure was on. And this actually is kind of connected to the movie. Like, not super connected, but 
like you are fighting the war boys. Like I think the main villain is like the like a cousin or brother of the guy in. Oh geez. At Fury Road, right. but then cool. your Mad Max looks completely different. Yeah, and he had, actually has an Australian accent in this. <laughs> but so as a joke, I was like, "Are there any mods for this to make it look like Tom Hardy?" <laughs> but and there aren't. But there are mods like a sweet FX thing to mm-hmm. make the colors way more saturated, like in Fury Road. Oh, that's so that cool. that shit is awesome. Yeah. That so was... as soon as I installed that, I was like. Oh, this game went from really nice looking to amazing looking. Yeah. Because, like, now I've got, like, these, like, bright, hyper... Blown out colors. Works. Yeah. Which just feels much more appropriate. Yeah, yeah. You, I can actually just press a single button to turn it off, and then, like, whenever I turn it off, I'm like, oh, this is so gray now. What the hell? Yeah. And it's funny, because like, I thought the game looked fine before installing it, but then it's like, oh, I can't go back now. It's like, no, this game has actually really drabby ass. Yeah. Some of the art's interesting, though, like... Some areas, like the sea or the ocean, dried up. So some areas actually do have, like, uh, what are they called? Like, dried up coral to show that it was an underwater area. Dried up coral, erosion, stuff like that. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. But, I don't know, it's just kind of boring. And, like, you. so before I was interrupted by John's yawning, you have these hub main bases that you can go to. And to upgrade them, they're like, oh, we'll need two parts of this thing so that when you come here you'll get free water. Mm-hmm. So it's like they mark those on the map and you can go there and get them and bring them back. And then like a couple hours into the game, I found a second like hub area base for you to upgrade. I'm just like, and they want like a second copy of everything to upgrade. I'm just like, dude, you are like over fucking doing it with how much busy work you want to put me on. Yeah. Cause I'm already like, Oh, I don't know if I really want to bother upgrading this base for these menial upgrades. And then they're like, Hey, here's a second base to upgrade. I'm like, wait a second. No, <laughs> that's too much. Cause then it's like all your resources are called scrap. Mm-hmm. Like that's the one big number that matters. You can upgrade your car through scrap, and you can upgrade Max himself through scrap, which is weird. Like, how does can, that work? You can buy a stronger jacket or like better knuckle dusters and weird shit. But then there's also a third upgrade thing for Max that uses these coins, and like the upgrades on that one are really silly. Like, get ten percent more water from water sources, or this upgrades Max's ability to use less gasoline when driving. <laughs> but it's just like, so there's four upgrade uh. systems, and it's just like, oh man, you guys are just fucking laying this on way too thick right now for me. Uh. Yeah, for a game, it should be for a game. It should have a relatively simple fucking premise. Yeah, drive like this, around and shit blows up. Yeah, like, this on. is just way too much. Yeah. So I will probably keep going on it at least a little bit more, but I'll probably really just kind of trim down and start focusing only on the story mode stuff because mm. I put it down for a few days and I'm like, oh man, yeah, I'm just kind of not feeling it right now. Can I really go back to this? Yeah. It's so nice looking, but it's just so, it's the open world game where it's just like, hey, here's fucking icon barf on your map. Yeah. Because yeah. instead of. Instead of towers to climb, there are hot, there are hot air balloons. Oh and my then, god! So then you go up, the, ride the hot air balloon up, and then it just fucking fills in yeah. your map with icons, and it's just like, oh god. Joy. Like I just want a game where you can drive around and kind of ex- find stuff naturally, and this isn't that. No. Because everything's actually really close together, which isn't a huge problem. But I 
I think it would be more interesting if it was like Wind Waker where you were just in a vast emptiness. So when you found something, it meant something. Yeah. Of, like here's like 10 points of interest that are like a mile apart, if even. Yeah. Fury Road has so many great empty horizons. Yeah. And then barely seeing something on the edge of the horizon and then hearing the drums. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no drums in this. That's, the big thing that's different mm -hmm. one one cool thing is that one of the edges of the map is just is like the great plains of emptiness but it doesn't really let you drive out there but you can see it oh well. and then if you drive a little far out it's like hey nope nope and then if you go like a mile out it just blows you up oh well that's... There, there are like roving storms oh, like yeah. sandstorms in the map and yeah. they're incredible looking like again like the first one looked like that storm at the start of fury road i'm like well this is fucking crazy and awesome and like you can actually see it coming this a sandstorm like in the game so it's like visually stunning and then i had another storm happen that was like a big lightning storm and it was kind of like the second storm in fury road and that was really cool that is but, cool. yeah but the game itself just kind of dull which is like amazing for a mad max game yeah, it's you think that that's like a formula you couldn't yeah. fuck up. Next time my dad comes over, I want to show him the Mad Max NES game. Oh my god! Compare and then show him this, and it's like it is kind of amazing how graphically video games have evolved in my lifetime. Like right, infinite number amount basically. Yeah, it's so crazy to go from that to this. Like, there's no easy way to actually gauge that. It's yeah. just. Mm -hmm. This big, incredible thing. Yeah. Video games are nice looking. Sometimes they're kind of boring, though. Yeah. Uh, so continuing my adventures in the post-apocalypse, because I played Lisa, then Mad Max, mm -hmm. I played a little <laughs> bit of nu Nuclear Throne. Ah, that game's real good. That game's real hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that game is The game is what I would call like a modern-day quarter muncher. It's... It munches, yeah, it fucks you over. And you're just like, what? What killed me? What happened? Because it had, yeah. like, you. every character typically has 8 to 10 health, but nothing in that game does one damage except the little yeah. maggots. I noticed that real quickly. Yeah. That Everything I'm like, well, does, like, 3 to 5 damage. So it's just like, yeah. you're done real quick. How much does a car exploding do? 10. 10 okay so you're like not surviving you're That's not like... unless you have the uh the upgrade that gives you two extra health as crystal you're not surviving uh -huh. yeah it's like in splunky when you have four health but then like the spikes do four and yeah like, oh okay they're most likely going to be instant death yeah definitely um yeah that game is cool but like i remember thinking like seeing that one time you did the stream that was really a mess and just the overall vibe from the game, I was like, this can't be possibly be as hard as people say it is. No, it really is. And then I play it, and it's like, Jesus Christ, this game really is as hard as people say. Like, I've gotten to Area 4 once, and I didn't last very long there. Yeah, it's it takes a while. Like, yeah. I think it was probably 14 or 15 hours before I actually oh. beat the Nuclear Throne the first time. Yeah. So, should I... Jeepers. Pro, pro tip. Don't stand in front of it when you activate it. Yeah, I... <laughs> when Rhett started playing it again, he started talking to me on Steam, and I was like, I, I want to play it some more now, because I haven't played this game in a long time. So I started uh, playing the game again, picking up from where 
you know, my last quest was I need to loop the game. Uh, and to loop the game, uh, you have to fight the nuclear throne in a very specific way. There are four generators in the arena, and you have to destroy those generators before destroying the nuclear throne. And I managed to take out all four of the generators just fine. And then I take out the nuclear throne itself. It stops firing. I run up there thinking, yay, I've done it. Oh, no, it's exploding. I'm dead. <laughs> Whoops. So, yeah. But then uh, next morning, I actually was up, couldn't sleep or something. I don't remember. I got up yeah. and I actually looped the game into um, and then... When you loop the game, I did not know that there's another stage after that. And it's, what do you mean? It, there's another very, very big boss fight. Whoa. After the a throne? After the throne. There's, there's, another oh, boss, there's another boss fight called Throne 2. <laughs> okay. That you, that, that you fight in a really <laughs> cool place. You fight it in a really cool place, and then once you beat that, which I don't know how I did that my first time, because I've never seen that boss, did not know that boss existed... Wow. Um, I got into the second loop and, uh, there's way more enemies. There's lots of new enemies. Oh, what? uh, yeah, there are new enemies. There's like these red guys. On the second loop. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. There, and, and, and like, I fought two big bandits at once. There oh, was, God. there was a boss in the sewers that was not there on the first loop. That's crazy. Like the boss got its own, like, like it wasn't just like a mid boss or something yeah. that you can sometimes find. It had its own pop up. It was like, hey, here's a boss fight. And the boss is called mom appropriately. Uh, and you fight a new boss in the sewers. And I got to three, three. And I think you fight two big dogs. Oh but I didn't even <laughs> get a chance to see because by the time I was there, like I was already dry on resources. And it's just <laughs> like, there's not much I can do because I've already taken two crowns and one of them gives me less ammo. Oh, great. Yeah, there's a system where, you know, there's portals that... Yeah. Yeah, like... I don't fuck with those anymore after yeah. the cops killed me. Yeah, like, if you... Basically, you blow that up and then... You blow it open and then you kill things around it to fill it up with rads. And then it'll open a portal to a little secret area where you can get little modifiers for the game to make it a little more difficult. But it can all, but each one has like a counterbalance. So there's yeah. one that like makes items disappear more quickly, but more items will drop. Things like that. Yeah, uh, it's it's kind of like the enabling gods uh, in uh, Bastion or something. Yeah, I didn't realize it was supposed to be kind of a punishment thing, because I do remember, though, lo looking at that and being like, these all suck, what the hell? This isn't worth it at all. Yeah. Because then they... you get the time cops after you. Yeah, yeah, the time cops are going to be a regular thing. Like, it's not just blowing that mm -hmm. up that triggers them. Great. There are lots of things that trigger them, and sometimes it's just, hey, we want to be a dick. Here <laughs> you are in the final area of the game. Here's three fucking swarms of them. Oh, God. Yeah, it's real So how fun. long did it take you to get to loop two? Uh, let's see. I don't remember when I got the game. I think I got the game in December. No, I meant like that run. Was it like Oh, uh, that hour? run? It was, I want to say 19, 20 minutes. Oh, okay. That's not too bad then. Yeah, it's like, but even then, like that game's real fast. Yeah. Whether you're living or dying, whether you beat the throne and don't choose to loop or whatever, you know, you, you, your run's going to be over in about 17, 18 minutes. Yeah, I was just worried that, like, 
there's this content hidden away on a second loop. It's like it would be a shame if it took like an hour to get that far. No, it doesn't take that long to get there. And I, and I feel I, myself getting enough, better at the game. Like I consistently get to the throne now. So, wow. so you know, unless you're game. streaming. Yeah, unless I'm streaming. I'm never streaming that game again. <laughs> that was a disaster. But yeah, that game. A, I like that, that game. about how I play. It's like, oh, I died on level one again. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I really like that guy that has the corpse explosions. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's got no health. Like, yeah, literally. he has two health, but he has, like, it's just such a good ability. Yeah. Like, I would say starting out, play as Crystal. Because her defensive ability is really good. And it works on a lot of things you wouldn't expect it to work on. Hmm. So yeah, I've, been, I've been using, is it frog? Uh, fish. Fish. Right. Fish can roll. Fish can roll. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like a good kind of. Yeah, he's good. And he gets basic. more, he gets more ammo from oh, all right. ammo yeah. boxes too. So. And ammo really is good. what usually gets me killed a lot. Mm-hmm. So that game, that game seems definitely rad. I'm not sure how much time I'm going to put into it though. Cause I. Rad. Luis right now because yeah. I got the Isaac and the Isaac. Yeah, you've got a you still got a lot of Isaac homework to to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting close. Don't forget the Isaac. Isaac is. But basically, well, for me, big. like I keep Nuclear Throne kind of tucked in my back pocket. I guess like I go back <laughs> to it and play it, and it's just like you know, and there's like a shit ton of just secret content in that game too. Like there, you can get to YV's mansion. There's like uh, there's a secret underwater level you can get to from one one. Jeez. Yeah, there's there's a lot of secret exits and stuff in that game to to play around with. So while it doesn't have like the constantly rewarding you with new things uh, sensation that the Isaac has, uh, I think that it's still got its own grip of content for you to see, and I think that it's satisfying in its own uh, interesting way. Cool. So like, what was that game on early access? That game was basically the same. Yeah, it doesn't seem just, like something that would. Were really work well as being unfinished they did a lot like like when they first launched uh the seventh area and the throne weren't in okay and i think most of the main game yeah i think that all the secret areas and they put a shit ton of time into weapons and um enemies and balancing everything like i know that like all of their updates like even though i didn't have the game at the time i would still check their forums to see like what they were doing and it's just like just a lot of balancing a lot of tweaking graphics and stuff like redoing graphics like the menus and stuff have been completely overhauled and it just looks a lot better now things like that like yeah they they just did a lot of balancing and polish in early access cool because i thought that'd be super weird if it was like the first three areas or something way less when nah. it was on early access, would be like, oh, thanks for playing. Like, that would be frustrating. I think, like, originally the game might have been five areas. Um, and, like, the Nuclear Throne was going to be either the fifth or the sixth. But uh, they added, I think, the uh, I think the sewers got added. The lab got added. Um, I think it's, like, a lot of the one area. Uh, cool. I do like that. That's kind of a nice diversion is having one area that's a little bit bigger, but it's only the one level. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I've is lab four because I've only been there once. Oh, lab is six. I want to say. Oh, okay. I've only been to four once. Four is the crystal cave, I believe. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, the crystals caves can be kind of mean if you just get in there. 
And mean if you don't have any ammo left. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there takes <laughs> a lot no of ammo. And melee weapon. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I guess I'm done. Yeah, you you can get real fucked if you're not managing your ammo and swapping out guns a lot. Like, trying to stick with just one gun or two guns for the entire game is just incredibly difficult. So on that run specifically, I was using the shotgun and being pretty... Like, Aggressive? Restrict- what? Aggressive? No, but reserved, actually, just, like, mm. really timing my shots and trying to get real close to enemies before letting into them. Mm-hmm. But then right before the Stage 3 boss appeared, I found an automatic shotgun. Oh, well, there goes that So ammo. I'm just like, I really just want to kill this boss to see what's next, so I just fucking dumped. <laughs> when that boss explodes, I always think the game's just choking to death. Because <laughs> it's just this big-ass explosion, and, like, the sound is clipping the fuck out. Like, the, the screen can barely contain, like, all of the explosion, and, like, the screen shake is amplified by, like, 350%. <laughs> it's so dumb. And that explosion can kill you. Stay away from it. Yeah, I don't kind of don't remember because I was just so happy to have killed it, and then I was super far away. Is that yeah. thing kind of like Hush in Isaac? Kind of. It's it not a hard was, boss, but it was definitely kind of doing that same spiral of yeah. bullets. I'm yeah. like, wow, this seems like Hush. It I'm also spits gonna... out. It also spits out homing missiles that you can shoot back at it. Oh, great! Yeah. But I was like dealing with that and a sniper on the other side of it. Oh god! Oh, this this is fucked. Fuck the snipers and fuck the hunters. The fucking hunters are annoying. The ones that'll run up to you and melee you. Uh, I guys, haven't seen that much. They do five damage. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> they show, They start showing up in the sewers and the junkyard and persist through the rest of the game. God. This, game, this game's kind of evil. It really is. It really is. But again, I, I really... Yeah. I, I liken it to old arcade experiences where you throw in a quarter, that's your five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah. If you're More like two minutes for me, <laughs> it has, it definitely has an aggressiveness and like a viciousness that Isaac doesn't. Yeah. It's probably closer to Splunky in that way where anything can and will kill you. Yeah. Yeah. And like but, a lot of the time, like sometimes the maps can just really, yeah, I saw they're generated. a bunch of cars one time and <laughs> there were snipers and I'm like, well, this is fucked. <laughs> so I kind of tried to rush them down, but no, no. Not happening. Not today, son. Not today. Yeah. That was like my first time on 3-3. I'm like, all right, time to see the boss. But, oh, I'm dead. Great. <laughs> uh, and then I played about an hour and a half of Zombie. This was the Wii U launch title called Zombie U. Yeah, yeah. And then when they put it on other platforms, they just called it Zombie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this game seems kind of rad. Yeah, definitely. But... It's weird because, like, my least favorite thing in games is how mini-maps have all the information, so you can kind of just stare at them the whole time. Yeah. This is, like, an entire game based around that because mm. originally the mini-map was on the Wii U gamepad, so you'd yeah. have to look all the way down at it. Yeah. But, but uh-huh. now it's just on the screen. Yeah. So you can kind of just a slight move your eyes over a bit. It's like I can see how they kind of had to make a couple of concessions, but I think that they still could have made a UI where, like, pressing a button meant you had to look down at something. Like, in the game world, like, there was some kind of conceit to where you have... Yeah. Yeah, like, where you have some kind of gadget that you have to look... It's like uh, Alien... 
isolation. isolation where you've got to like look at the motion detector, but it also yeah. obscures your vision. So yeah, yeah like, that would have been really good because that game actually uses depth of field really well. Where yeah. when you're looking at the motion tracker, everything else is blurry as fuck, and this doesn't have anything like that. Yeah, like I think that they could have actually been really smart and probably have made that UI work in a way that was similar to the Wii U experience, but you know, it's kind of kind of simulating it. Yeah, actually. By yeah. having your character just hold up a, a pad or something. Yeah, yeah. I think they could have done that. That's Yeah, that's unfortunate. Did you know that this is the Dark Souls of zombie games? So, I was actually going to say that. How were you likening it to Dark Souls? A lot of people considered it Dark Souls because like of just like the weapon charge-up time. To where oh. when you swing a weapon, you have to wait for the animation. And it's like, guys, is this like... <laughs> All the dumb things people think are Dark Souls these days really just gets on my nerves. So I actually was going to compare it to Dark Souls, even though this was like the week where I was just fucking sick and tired of people comparing things to Dark Souls because of Hyper Light Drifter, Mm -hmm. which which doesn't really seem like Dark Souls at all. No. But Zombie really did give me that kind of intense, like, I'm exploring this area and I really don't want to die. And it's very fucking dangerous. Yeah, and I'm just being super thorough and explorative and, like, looking for any items to help, to help me get an edge up. Yeah. So it would definitely kind of gave me that Dark Souls 1 vibe of, like, I don't know what's around this corner. Is it death? Oh, it's death. <laughs> and, like, when you die, your character is actually dead and you just take over as another person. Yeah. And you have to go find where you died and then kill the, the zombie there to get that their stuff were. back. you were, yeah. Yeah. So it's got a Dark Souls issue retrieval system as well. Yeah. I I think it's, yeah. it's such a cool game. Like, I absolutely need to play it at some point. Yeah. The thing that's kind of bumming me out so far is that it seems actually very linear. Where mm. You're just kind of being led around by this NPC like, okay, now you've got to go to Cambridge Yard or whatever. Right, right. But, and the other thing that's kind of annoying is that the two times I've died so far were when the game basically, like, punked me and was like, oh, no, a shitload of zombies. Oh. Yeah. That's kind of There, There was a turret sequence. Oh, God. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, really? We're doing this? But then I had to reload, and one zombie got around it, and I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Oh, you're done. So, oh, but I I kited, like, four guys around for, like, a couple minutes, (laughs) and then, like, the last fucking one killed me, and I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) And then there was another part earlier. It was like the first kind of fuck you moment where you come out of this building and all of a sudden there's like a zombie made of lightning. Like he, like he reaches his arms up and lightning comes down and it made a real big sound and it attracted a bunch of other zombies. Oh, that's good. And I'm like, what the fuck is that thing? And the NPC on the radio is like, run away. I'm like, I'm going to shoot that guy. Oh no. And then after but after a few shots, I was like, well, this is fucked. So I ran away <laughs> and then I went the wrong way. And oh. so I basically took the long way back to my safe camp. House. Yeah. And it was really intense. And I'm like, oh, I didn't die that time. But then another thing happened and I died right away <laughs> afterwards. So it, ha- it has moments and sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Right, right. So that game i'm gonna keep going on that for sure yeah that that game just always struck me as really fucking cool yeah i like the demo of the one i played it on the wii u a couple months yeah. back mm-hmm. i just haven't gotten around to getting it i'm pretty sure you can probably get like 
it's probably dirt cheap on the Wii U. Oh right yeah, I, I would guarantee it's dirt cheap on the oh, Wii U yeah. now. Yeah, because it was a launch Wii U title. Rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was basically Ubisoft going, "Oh fuck it, we're not making any new games for this anymore." Yeah, yeah. Especially mature games like they fell into that trap Sega did with the Wii. Yeah. Where they're like, "Ah, oh, the Wii is looking for a mature brawler in Mad World where." <laughs> Lots of blood and violence. That's what the Wii audience wants. <laughs> Whoops. Was Mad World good? It was alright. I, I liked it. Okay. It, was, it was good. Okay. I played it once for like half an hour and never went back. Yeah, it just seemed kind of okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of pretty. Great music and it's stylish as fuck. Yeah. So that's, that's what I've been up to. Cool, cool. Uh, last week I talked a hell of a lot about um, Labyrinth of Toho 2. Woo! I, I finished that. It was a great little experience. I got about 75 hours out of it. Jeez, that's a big it, game. It was worth it. It was absolutely worth it. I had just a great time with it. it that's yeah. so rad. Even when it was just brutalizing me, you know, <laughs> I knew I was probably doing something dumb. And when it was brutalizing me the way it did on that one stream, it was entirely my fault. Like, it wasn't the game being ultra cheap. It was me being ultra cheap and not using my money. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, I mean, I think that the only thing people might find, like, who aren't familiar with these kind of games might find annoying. I think that the only thing they would really find annoying about it is that, like, when you get to a boss, like, you're probably going to lose. Because, I mean, there's not a lot of, you know, ways to know what a boss is going to do. And, like, this game has a lot of factors that factor into that, too, because, like, when a boss hits a certain threshold of health, like, they also tend to go into different kinds of attack patterns or have a random chance of throwing out different kinds of attacks that you won't know how to defend against yet because you don't know what they are. Um, Or, you know, the real shitter is when you get a boss down to, like, 10% health and it's just like, oh, no, if you don't beat me by the time I get my next turn... I'm going to wipe your entire party out. And that happened to me once. That was great. It was like, hey. It was uh, Yuka. Yuka, yeah. Yeah, she was like, hey, you know, uh, I've got about 10% health left, and I'm just going to use a charge this round. And I'm thinking, that's either really good for me or really bad. (laughs) And I was not able to put up enough damage to put the final dent in her life bar, which I swear to God was one fucking HP. (laughs) And she just threw a master spark in my face that did like thirty thousand damage to the entire front row. Every character, thirty thousand damage. And was like, Oh yeah, no, you're not winning. There is no defending against this. It's just so, you're going to die. If your entire front row dies, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Because nobody can bring him yeah. new characters. Yeah. Uh the final boss was super fun to figure out, like and find my own strategy for, and then I watched Gesh's video and was like, Oh, we basically did the same thing. <laughs> I think that's interesting is that you figured that out without like looking at somebody else's mm -hmm. way of doing it. Yeah. I I spent probably two to three hours kind of like getting together a party. And then like, I think the only difference in party we had was like, I had Ramu on my team and he didn't. So he had like, I think he had another attacker that I didn't. And I think that was like the only difference. Uh, But it was just really fun to like puzzle out those bosses, figuring out the various puzzles and kinks of all of the floors were, you know, (laughs) they were fun. I'm sorry for laughing when you said kinks. I knew, I knew that's why you were laughing. I knew that's why you were Figured laughing. Figured out them Toho kinks. Figured out them Toho Peaches. kinks. Peaches. Uh, but yeah, it's just there's so much fun you can have with that game. And it's just like what I really like um, is it has a new game plus. Oh, God. Uh, but you, 
when you new game when you use new game plus you don't start like at you know and have all of the items and have all the money you had you start with all the characters you unlock which is really oh. interesting because then you can just be like well i'm gonna do a run of just this specific team and nobody else that is but they're all, so they're all level one yeah they all start back at level one, and like you, like once you're off the first floor, you're you've never seen any of these characters at level one before, so you don't know how well they're gonna do. And it was just interesting, like poking around at it, thinking like, oh, here's some of these in-game characters that I used. I'll just throw them back in the. Wait a minute, they're kind of not super great at level one, and with all of that crazy good equipment I had, huh? They'd kind of need a lot of work before they get that good. So it kind of like makes you appreciate the character growth again in an interesting way because you didn't approach it that way the first time. Uh, it also has a hard mode that you unlock, <laughs> which to my knowledge, it doesn't give the enemies any higher stats or anything. Uh-huh. It, ju- it just imposes some restrictions on you in that all of the bosses have to be fought at or below their challenge level. So like, like when you see the enemy icon on... The map, it's like, you know, level 62, meaning that's the challenge level. That's the lowest possible level it should be to be able to beat that boss. Mm-hmm. Um, so all bosses have to be fought at their challenge level, meaning you have to level your characters down to qualify for the fight. Um, and um, they put a restriction on how you can use the library to get extra stat points is that you can only level them up. Like you can only raise a stat 120% higher than your base level so if like you're level 10 you can only raise that stat 12 points hmm. so that's kind of interesting it's i i don't think that's going to be anything i'm going to do you know like i will keep my file around because cool. i think the new game plus will be fun to play around with at some point uh, in the future if i ever you know decide to look at it again but i'm not going into the post game stuff it just seems really absurd and grindy and not what i came to that game for um, and a lot of it's just kind of like numbers that you don't have and can't have until you're like yeah. level 200 or something. And nah, I'm all right. I'm good. That's how so, it sounded last week when you described it. Yeah. When's the speed run? What's the speed run? Yeah. When's the speed run? I'll get right on that. I wonder how fast somebody has been in this game. I think somebody speed ran, um, I think withheld, uh, speed ran the first game. And I think it took her like 70 hours straight or something. And it's just like, wow, that sounds like a super load of not fun to either do or watch. (laughs) Um, I'm currently working on a Binding of Isaac Afterbirth speedrun. Yeah, I would do, like, like, there's a couple of Binding of Isaac Afterbirth. Uh, no, I meant for Platinum. Or oh, no, 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 1, no. 1,100% or whatever it is. Like, I'm going to do, like, like, I'm probably going to do, like, when I do my charity stream, I'm probably going to do a seven characters to the chat. The original seven characters, that's a, that's a category. Uh, the original seven characters from the, the Flash game, taking them all the way to the chest and winning. So I'll probably do, be doing that at some point. Oh, what about The Lost? Uh nope. And what and keeper? Nope. 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 You should you should speed run the original Binding of Isaac. Nope. I, I cannot <laughs> I cannot play that game anymore. That game's that game's that game's rough. It's like even even going back and like I remember playfully saying, Oh, let's go back and record some videos of the original and I was gonna have Red along to do it and I was just like, you know, I don't wanna play this. 
Nope. Yeah, I, I remember when I was messing around with that game after having played Rebirth, and you were like, oh, let me co-commentate on a thing. I'm like, no, I don't really want to play much more of this, because this is rough. Yeah, it's, it's, woof, woof. It's not very good. I mean, it's, it's great. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's a great game, and for well, what it did in the Flash platform, it's actually really impressive. Uh, but just as a game and the way that it's designed and the way enemy designs are done and the RNG is kind of not great. Is it different? Yeah, I think the RNG is actually quite a bit different uh, in Isaac, and I think the item pools are a lot different as well. Interesting. I mean, that you've also got, like, you know, 180 extra new items in Rebirth and Afterbirth that aren't in oh, those yeah. games as well. So it's just like, eh, I've got a lot more potential for having fun with Rebirth than Afterbirth. Um, other than Labyrinth of Toho 2, though, I did play around for about, uh, like, an hour or two, maybe three hours with... Uh, maybe seven. Not seven, no. I actually just fell asleep last night. And I don't believe to you. To turn it off. Um, I played uh, about two or three hours of Hyperdimension Neptunia U Action Unleashed, and it's brainless, it hacky slashy nonsense with you know a lot of story with those characters that you know that's probably going to be the best part of it i assume is just seeing those characters interact more and be really stupid uh <laughs> because you know the combat in and of itself it's just you know an arena brawler pretty much like uh i, I don't know if like the level designs get you know or, or, or if there are any actual quote-unquote level designs <laughs> You know, the, the farther you get in, or if it's just all combat arenas, and then, like, various objectives, you know, put in those. But, um, it, it, like, like one of the objectives I had to do earlier was, like, my only hint was, like, two's better than one. And it was just like, I don't get it. But basically what I found out that I ended up having to do is I had to, like, shove this enemy into another room with another enemy and kill them both at the same time. Uh-huh. So that was just, like, one of the little puzzles I had to figure out. I'm like, oh, okay, that, that actually makes sense. Uh, but like, I'll probably talk more about that game uh, and Hyper Light Drifter once I finish the both of those in the next coming weeks on, uh, on the next episode uh, of our our fledgling little socks cast. So that yeah, I, I have a question about this though. Sure. Is there grade A titty meat? Absolutely. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, it's got the titty meat that you come for, and they're real jiggly this time. She's uh, got the. Really nice titty meets Polly. <laughs> really does. <laughs> like, like Vert is just like, yo, you're running around, and those things are just, wow, yeah, it's crazy. Grade A water balloons. Grade A water balloons. Even characters that don't have much of a chest, it happens with. It looks really weird well, and awful. Which characters are we talking about? Uh, Famitsu and Dengekiko. Oh, what about Blanc? I don't think she jiggles, no. <laughs> she doesn't have anything to jiggle. So, yeah, that that's basically all I've been doing. So, um, I'm going to do a, a condensed version of Butt Steam this episode. And I'm just going to say, if you ever want to see the biggest, dumbest arguments ever posted about 30 frames per second versus 60 <laughs> frames per second... Head on over to the Hyperlight Drifter forums on Steam, because uh, that game... I literally just looked at them. Yeah, that game has a 30 frames per second lock, uh, and people don't seem to understand why that is. And, you know, why, why is that, Polly? 
because they're dumb and don't know how game making works or don't know, oh, you know, okay. some of the limitations of game maker or why you would probably want to keep it at 30 frames per second if you're using game maker and that's what you're familiar with. And, and I just love that people are just like, well, why don't they just use another engine? Well, yeah, why don't I go learn an entirely new engine when I made this Kickstarter to make this game and this engine that I know how to use? Like, why don't I just go learn an entirely new engine that may not be compatible? Like, people are saying, go make it in Unity. And it's like, dog, 2D games in Unity still aren't that great. So yeah, if you want to read a lot of butt steam and a lot of butt pain from a lot of just <laughs> blithering fucking idiots who know nothing about game design and have never designed anything in their life or know how game engines work or think that they know how game engines work, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, go read the, the Hyper Light Drifter forums because they're just a barrel of butt steam. Like, if, you, <laughs> like if, this, if the Hyper Light Drifter forums were a barrel and you, you wouldn't want to stand by it because if somebody shot that barrel, it'd blow you up. That sounds about right. So, yeah, that's Oof, real shitty. Just burst out of it. Yeah, it just. It's it's just so stupid. It's like people are like, do we have to do like we got to go through this every time any release is not sixty frames a second? Do we really have to? Apparently, yes. Yeah, it's just Jesus. I Christ. I actually did think it was going to bug me in Nuclear Throne, and mm -hmm. it doesn't at all. It doesn't at all. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But no then more. I go back to Isaac, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is real, oh, baby. <laughs> this is real nice and smooth. Uh, so, uh, with butt steam out of the way, if you got some butt steam you want to send into the Soxcast, you can send that to poly at SoxMakePeopleSexy.net. You can either link Woo! to the original post, or you can just take a picture and attach it, and I'll, uh, get around to reading it right here. So, Rhett! Hi! We got any news? We got the hottest Neptunian news of all. Oh, oh man! Oh, oh man! Two things, actually. Uh, Hyper Devotion Noir has a Steam release date. Yeah, Woo! it's like it's like very soon. It's like the 18th. Which yeah, is it's that game like nine days away now. Which maybe wait, maybe less when this goes come out. Come on, get up on New Neptunia. The other one. Like, didn't fucking like like I, action came you out like just, just three weeks ago. Yeah, like like and wow, that's kind of crazy because it was quite a while between Rebirth <laughs> and Action U. So yeah, that's kind of crazy. Like I, I'm still not, I still don't have any hopes of Mega Dimension uh, Victory Two coming out this year. But oh, this year, yeah, yeah. I don't I think you, it'll. I thought you meant period. I'm like, oh no, I hope I, it does. I think it'll be on. Like I think that they have. Like the fact that they're pushing these games out so fast now, I think they kind of know that they've got a big thing going. Yeah, I had, yeah, that I makes just, sense. I kind of had a feeling that you and Noir were going to be close together because I think they were announced together. Yeah, they were announced kind of, at the same time. Yeah, it kind of seemed like those two were kind of coming together. And so I think I'm that they're both—I think they're both built on the same engine, and were both by Tamsoft, I think, uh, because they don't use the same engine as the Rebirth engine. Because this engine, uh, for I noticed with uh, Action U, it is kind of ugly and blurry, and it's—and I've heard that it's not the same engine. It doesn't scale well at all. I don't think it's like—I don't think it scales at all, actually. Oh. Uh -oh. That's so unfortunate. It, it's kind of ugly. Like, but the screenshots that they've shown of uh, Hyper Devotion Noir Goddess Blackheart, uh, they don't look quite as blurry uh, as what I'm seeing uh, in Action U so far, yeah. though. I don't know about the engine, but the developer of Noir is Sting. Mm, okay. Tamsoft okay. did the Blanc game. Yeah, yeah. 
they they also make the Senran Kagura games. Yeah. Or the basically anime titty the video game. Oh yeah. god. Yeah. So, so they weird made a... weird amount of Senran Kagura on my feed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm you, seeing you it. follow Ashley. You it's... follow <laughs> Ashley, so you're seeing a lot of it. Just a whole lot. Yeah. Senran Kagura. Yeah. So uh, you said you have oh, some yes. other Neptunian news the as other well. Other news is that. Super Dimension Neptune versus Sega Hard Girls is coming to the PlayStation Vita this fall. John, I need to borrow your Vita. Cool. That's the right. that's the real cool one, right? You're gonna let me borrow your Vita. Uh probably that that seems a that's, little that no. seems a little pricey to mail. No, it'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Uh it'll be fine. Uh, John. You're fine. You got the Vita T V, right? Send me I the Vita just... TV. Red, send her your Vita TV. Oh, that's right. I could technically just play this on that, huh? Yeah. If it's compatible. I think all of them have been besides Rebirth 1 for some reason. All right. John will let me borrow his Vita TV. Well, I don't have a Vita TV. Red has a Vita TV. I thought you had one. No, I got a Vita. Oh. Yeah, you don't need a Vita TV if you have a Vita because the Vita TV is a piece of shit. Yeah, that's a good point. There you go. Whereas the Vita is great. So yeah, so, it, like this one is the weird Sega Hard Girls crossover yeah. anime thing, but it's pretty magical. But it stars IF. Yes, <gasps> it, star, it stars IF, and Neptune herself turns into a motorcycle. Yes, what? It's, it's really silly. So dumb, and I love right. it. So Hyper Devotion Noir stars Noir Rando oh. dude. Oh, apparently, yeah, this faceless gets a bunch of wifeys. Whereas Sega Hard Girls game stars Iffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that it feels like there's a winner here. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Feels like there's a winner. I've kind of heard this game's not that good, though. Sega Hard Girls? Yeah. I've kind of heard it's not that great. Uh... I'm still holding out hope because this game is developed by Feli Stella, who did yeah. the Rebirth games. Yeah. It's like the exact same engine as those. You know what? It's probably better off than the blonde game. That's a good point. What the is hell really happened to that one? Like is that game, really like like long? Ashley talked about it when she was on too. Like she had just played it, and like I, I like listening to some of the complaints she had about it about how they kind of like made it really weird and slow and kind of plotting, and like they added some weird delays to the attacks so that like enemies could get cheap shots. And having watched some video of it now, that's exactly what it looks like. Oh, God. Yeah, it just kind of looks like they took the mindlessness of um, Action, Action Unleashed and made a crappy zombie game out of it. Uh, I'm still going to buy that because it's Bond. I'm not. <laughs> so the other stuff I've heard about that game is that apparently it's like two games in one, basically, where there's like a visual novel thing and you have like short, like two-minute fights mm-hmm. and then back to character dialogue yeah the stages are super tiny too yeah gotcha and then there's like an online mode where you yeah have multiple people and yeah, i guess I've... that's kind of the main draw of that one i wonder how that'll like i wonder if they'll actually put that in the steam version because i'm not sure like what they're so yeah, that i would kind of seems like the main point yeah of that, that seems like the main draw of it but i kind of wonder you know it's just like even though i have a lot of faith in i uh, if international like, I'm not sure, like, how well their crew or how well the Japanese crew is, you know, at handling yeah. something like an online game. Because when you're doing an online game, that's an entirely different beast. Yeah. And those protocols are not going to be the same as they are on a Vita game. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's just four person, like kind of hosting peer to peer, hopefully kind of it's thing. not too complex as opposed to like some crazy actual like MMO thing. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. it's that. Like, I don't think you're worrying about like you know play like dedicated servers or anything of that. No, stuff. Not. no. I don't think a NEP game is going to need. That's for four servers. goddesses online. Oh god, what is that thing going to be? Amazing. <laughs> If the blonde game is terrible, the vert game should be super terrible. You're not wrong. Because the yeah, vert's the better than vert's better than blonde. <laughs> Eric is just like I don't fucking know. I'm just a yeah. little bit. I'm just a little. <laughs> All I I'm know about little... Neptune is that there's titties, and that's that's. You it. should play Rebirth One. It's genuinely good. Yeah, Rebirth One is genuinely really good. Like it was my game of the year last year. It's true. Yeah. Because you're crazy. No. Because Vert's better than Blonde, so it makes sense <laughs> that that's why Neptunia 1 is the best. I'm a little bit tired, so I'm just going <laughs> to shit on Red's... You're just kind of throwing words I'm just going to shit on Red's waifus. That's, just, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. She probably likes that anyway. And oh. I just said, cutie. <laughs> <laughs> she and I have great minds that think alike. <laughs> So, moving on to questions. Uh, yeah, do we have any questions? We have a couple. One comes in from Raquel. Any game soundtrack you'd want to hear performed live? And I have the best answer possible to this question. Okay, let's hear it. Hotline Miami 1 and 2. Yes! That'd be pretty damn good. <laughs> that would be, be fucking good, nuts. Yeah. A, a, a soundtrack that I would want to hear with a full band, like not just like the synth stuff that's done... Uh, in the actual soundtrack, but I would want to hear with like actual live drums, guitars, uh, some so, some some keys, uh, a horn section or stuff. I would want to hear the first Streets of Rage soundtrack done by a live band because oh. it's so jazzy, it's so up tempo, it's got a great sound to it. I would love to hear that soundtrack done up by a live band. Cool. Yeah. I actually have a recording of like some Mario music done, being done by a live band. It's really rad. Kind of a jazz version of it all, played by an orchestra. By you, John. Just any Daisuke Ishii. Ishii Watari. Yeah, that would be probably really fucking good. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, He's the hardcore uprising guy. Yeah. I guess he does other stuff. Yeah. I guess he has done other stuff in his life, but you know that's (laughs) that's what we know him from. Yeah. I uh. I kind of want to see Jake Kaufman do uh, the soundtrack to Mighty Switch Force. That would be interesting. I, I, I've I, seen like him do some video. I've seen some videos of it at Magfest, but I, I, I guess, <gasps> how I do you play watching... Tracker Live? I remember ha- watching. Have I played it? No, uh, so he's asked how do you play oh, Tracker oh, oh. Live because he does a lot of this stuff in Family Tracker. Yeah. Um, I watched like a six-hour stream of him composing a song once, and oh, it was cool, really cool, cool. shit. Just watching him go through the various sounds and building a melody from the top of his head. Like, he didn't have anything written down. It was just going off the top of the head and rebuilding it and iterating and iterating. And by the end, he had this really great song for a game that uh, was uh, being kickstarted. And, like, one of the things to help promote the game was he would compose a song live. That's real cool. That's cool, yeah. Oh, y'all should know. Anna just finished this puzzle game she's been playing. I thought it was just a puzzle. Well, what's puzzle. the what's he's, the puzzle he's... game you're playing? She just sighed. 
John is determined to make this joke work, and it's, it's not, not going gonna to work. It's just not okay. happening, John. Okay. It looks real pretty. I think it's a real good puzzle. Don't destroy it. I want to look at it. Cool. It's like the witness in 2D. Yeah. It's like the witness is, is in it 2D. One of those 3D puzzles. Is it, I'm it's sorry? like it's a bunch of pieces on a table, and you put them together. Yeah, is well, it a 3D uh, puzzle? Is it a 3D puzzle? Well, no. It's in. Well, the pieces are f- mostly flat. They're they there's like they're like a millimeter thick. They're kind of like Paper Mario. They're they're kind of like they're they're, they're kind of like blonde. <laughs> She's flat. Uh, oh, titties. Uh huh. She could she could go out in the summer and not wear a shirt and nobody would care. You could iron clothes on her. <laughs> uh, Y'all know. saying of that like it's a bad thing. Hey, I ain't got a problem with small titties. Vert? A tit is a tit, no matter Look. how you suckle on it. And the, thing, and the thing about small tits is that the nerves aren't pushed out as much as they are on larger tits, so they're actually much more sensitive. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know who's mean to about boob sizes? It's blonde, not Vert. <laughs> Vert is nice. It's Vert, Vert like makes a playful jab, and then Vaughn <laughs> is like, "I'm just cut, trying to cut your soul because I'm just mean and not in a sexy way, like cow tits." Oh I was God, thinking about so this the mean. other day, though. That's so mean. Boobs. That is such a mean thing to say. <laughs> Vert feels like a character that is entirely defined by her boobs, though. Yeah, that's you're not wrong. Okay, that's because I was thinking about another character in Rebirth Two that I like, Red. Yeah, who who has big boobs, mm-hmm. and they never comment on them at all. Ever. Yeah, she is not defined by her breast size, and I like right. that. That's a good point. There you go. She is not defined or by the Vert titty. Cannot meat. shut up about, up about them in Rebirth Three. That's a good point. And then PC shows up, and she keeps, like, fucking freaking out. Yeah. That's all she has. Okay, okay. Let's, let's actually call, <laughs> let's call in on the, choir, on the choir here. Anna, they're complaining because one of the characters in Neptunia who has big boobs talks about her boobs. All when the time! Have, when you have big boobs, do you talk about your boobs? But the real question is, do you talk about your big boobs all the time to constantly spurn, to constantly spur and rag on a girl who unfortunately has no tits? She's, oh, come. Oh, yeah. Blonde is so innocent. Oh, my God. Like, in this debate, I'm kind of on team blonde because I like her as yes. a character. <laughs> okay, yeah. She's really funny. She's probably, she's definitely a lot more fleshed out and interesting. Than yeah, her. yeah. That's very true. Boy, this podcast goes places, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm just saying. Welcome to the Neptune. I'm just saying, though, when you you talk, people talk about the boobs. It's a thing that happens. Play Rebirth 3. It's like, really? Wait till you see just how defined by her tits Vert becomes. Like, Vert was actually a really fun character in the first game. That's where I was. And though they talk about her tits a lot, she also had this cute little, like, relationship with IF that was, it was really meaningful. And, like, you knew, like, it's never explicit to the point that we're older dating, but you can tell they actually really do care for one another. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, and, like, once they moved on from not having that as an anchor, she floats away because her boobs are too big. <laughs> yeah, I get I get what you mean there. I haven't played Rebirth 3 yet, so. Yeah. They made her a fucking weeb in 2. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, she's Fashion. worse than one, right? Okay, but in two, she's like, oh man, I love boys' love and shit. Oh. Like, like, they, they made her straight. Fujoshi. <laughs> yeah, they made her straight. Straight and Fujoshi? Oh, that's a sin. No, she's gay, though. <laughs> she's so gay in the first game. It's great. While Blonde is explicitly bi. Yeah, yeah, she actually just states <laughs> that she doesn't give a shit. <laughs> hmm. All right, any other questions? <laughs> Pancho yeah. Smith says, Congratulations, you are now a professional wrestler. What's your gimmick and what's your signature move? I have a tire iron, and I've been... <laughs> I have a feeling that this was spurned on by the fact that last weekend I went to a friend's to eat a lot of chicken wings, but they were also watching Wrestling Mania. Oh, yeah. You didn't talk about that at all. I didn't talk about that. I can talk about it a bit if you want. First of all, I want to I just like I always like to point out that I actually have an immense respect for what those guys do and what they you know, the things that they put their body through and the things that I saw happen on that show are (laughs) no way they would literally break me in half as a human being. Like, some dude got, like, pulled off of a ladder that he oh, was geez. climbing, but he was, like, backdropped onto another ladder. Oh. Got, like, <laughs> it looked like his head crashed through it oh. along oh, his back no. shoulders. <laughs> and it was just like, I thought, like, and the guy didn't move the rest of the match. He just oh. laid there. I was like, I was honestly, like, nobody else in the room seemed to care. But I was honestly, like... Did Big Beardy Guy just actually die? (laughs) I was honestly concerned for this guy that took this what looked like a terrible fall. And it's just like, like, you know, like, again, I have immense respect for that. You're like, because there's no way you could talk me into, well, what we're going to do is we're going to put you on top of a 20-foot cage (laughs) that is in the air, and we're going to make you jump off of it and onto an announce table. Like, What? I didn't you actually watch, watch Japanese wrestling mas- matches then, Polly, because those are like way back in the day. Those those got fucking crazy. Like like my dad was a big wrestling fan, so I am no he was a big fa- big wrestling fan, so I'm no stranger to having seen it because he used to get pay per views and stuff. And it's just like, well, I mean, it's in the house and you're having friends and food. I might as well just sit down and chill for a bit. So like you know, even then, like i never grasped the fine minutiae of it all, but I do have an appreciation for that kind of performance and what it takes. But, uh, but yeah, I watched some of the wrestling mania and I kind of clocked out after the, 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 the undertaker. I think he was fighting a guy that was decidedly very, not a wrestler. He was just some old middle-aged guy. And the old middle-aged guy was just like, yeah, I'm going to go up on top of this cage and jump off and put myself through a table. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You idiot. <laughs> Apparently the last match, like the big title card sucked anyway, so you, I don't think you missed anything. Apparently after I left, there was another hour of just talking. And, and then that match, like, how do people watch this for five hours? Like, I got through about three and a half hours, and I'm not going to say I hated every moment of it, because it was kind of fun to, like, watch people, like, you know, do that craft. It is interesting. Um I just don't really care about what's going on. You know, it's just like, wow, this is kind of crazy. And like, like I watched Brock Lesnar, who was like a UFC fighter beat up another guy that did not look like a wrestler at all. But he basically like the whole match was just him running around the ring, picking this guy up and throwing him backwards over his own head. 
Like, what are you? And then, like, and then, like, the guy got under the ring, and there were a bunch of chairs for some reason, and he just started throwing them into the ring. <laughs> and it's like, look, the chair store exploded too. So we got like ladders and chairs everywhere. It was real dumb, but all, uh, all I saw was bootios. And the bootios box. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm there for is the, the real dumb day. anime shit. The new day. These guys are cool as shit. I only know the one dude from YouTube. He hosts a show called Up Up Down Down. I think it's. Mm-hmm. Austin Creed, I think that's I his. Thought it was Xavier. Well, he has like there was a name. I think Xavier is like when he's in WWF. Oh, but I think his like other like online name. I I'm gonna guess his name isn't really you know, um, Apollo Creed or whatever he was calling himself. Austin Creed or whatever that might be his name. I don't know. But either way, like these guys, they 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 started this shot. And it was just like this big cereal box. And just a box of thing that's called bootios, like butt bootios, and yeah. and then like the box falls over and opens up, and a bunch of cereal falls out, and these guys get out and they're dancing around and they're dressed as Dragon Ball Z characters. Yes, that's the part that and, really. And the one dude has his fro spiked like a Saiyan, and it <laughs> has a horn on his head for some dumb reason. It was so dumb, but it was just like that. I've never. It was like, it's like I'm sorry, wrestling mania, but you're not topping that. Like, like if I were to watch wrestling, that's the one thing I would watch wrestling for. And you just, you know, like you blew your load right up front because the rest of the show, dunzo. Uh, but my gimmick would be, I'd be a mechanic, but that is a magical girl, and I'd take a tire. <laughs> if you know what, if you can throw people through ladders in wrestling, I don't give a shit. Then I can take a tire iron uh, to the ring. Uh, Eric, what would be your wrestler thing? I want to be Fatty Nut Blast. Uh-huh. <laughs> what would your signature, what would your I don't, signature move I would, be? I would just like, I would have like a, a, a you know those, those t-shirt launchers? Uh-huh. Oh no. I would have one on my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> All of your t-shirts are white. Yep. <laughs> and all you do is just shoot white t-shirts out of it. Like, they don't have anything on them. They're just Hanes white t-shirts. Yep. Oh, they're soaking wet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody gets whacked in the face with a wet Eric shirt. Like, I, I wouldn't be any ma- in any major storylines. I would just be, like, just random matches. I'll just show up and just fucking climb into the ring with this this t-shirt launcher mounted on my on my junk and just (laughs) wait till someone's like knocked down at the corner of the ring and just like let them have it yeah that's what i was gonna say (laughs) john what would your wrestler thing be oh i don't feel like i have enough context but could could you just like have like a magical girl transformation sequence just in the probably ring? I think so. Like, at this the point. new day okay. got pretty close. I gotta say. Okay, because it, think... it turned from cereal into Super Saiyan. So there you go. Carmichael Micah said that there's just like the gothic outfit he was drawing mm-hmm. for all of us. Mm-hmm. I just like yeah, I think that could and then wrestle. There you go. Oh, he's the Oots. The Oots. You're the Oots. I'm real sleepy. John Utna. Rhett, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what would your wrestler gimmick be? Okay, I have a lighter. Mm-hmm. 
I bend over, mm-hmm. <laughs> I fart, and then I set it on fire. <laughs> what's your, what's your name? Methane. Um, methane. <laughs> methane. Man. Methane of pain. Methane of pain. Meth pain. Meth pain. I like that. <laughs> so, Poncho, what do you think? You like our uh, wrestler stories? <laughs> oh, is somebody gonna draw these now? I hope so. Oh, somebody no. has to at some point, right? <laughs> I at least want to see Eric's. <laughs> any other questions nope that's it uh if you got any questions be sure to send those off to podcast at socksmakepeoplesexy.net and we will read your dumb words you can also send them uh via twitter box server to uh at smps underscore updates eric i want to thank you for joining us on uh this really dumb thing that we do again it was a pleasure oh, to have you thanks for having me i, I had a good time i, hope I got a cackle out of john so i mean that's, that's... there you go <laughs> That made it worth it. <laughs> there you go. You get a cackle out of John. That, that's its own reward right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And if uh, people want to keep up with you, I bet I know one place they can find you. Uh, I'm going to let one of you guys say that. I'm looking for... Uh... No. Um, <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Eric's Joystick. I'm actually going to be playing um, Star Fox 64 next Sunday. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to do that, that's it's basically it. a, it's basically a perfect game. Yeah, it's I'm really, really saying, good. Um, you played that in anticipation for Star Fox Zero, are you not? Hell yes, I will be streaming that. Yeah, more, more than likely the Friday it comes out. So. Abs- that would be super awesome. You know, if you, if you if that's if you know if you like you know foxes and stuff and, and star fighters and shit and monkeys, I mean you know, there's that. Yeah, so Star Fox 64, some Star Fox Zero. Uh, you've still got a uh, Twilight Princess Let's Play in the works, I think. Yes. You're still doing that. Uh, yeah. And you play Isaac from time to time on stream. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, what, what's that I, game? Oh, what's you that know, game? Isaac? <laughs> it's called The Binding of Isaac, I think. Yeah. John uh, anywhere else our good pals can find you? Um, I mean, if you want to follow my... Per- oh, me or John? You. Huh? Oh me, me. Yeah. Okay. What? I mean, if you want to follow my personal Twitter, I'm, I'm at Cosmic Nomad. Except the Nomad is an O, a zero. Okay, cool. So cool. Do that. You know. And at Eric's Joystick is also. And I I run too many accounts. You have a lot of accounts, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So keep up with him. He is awesome. But you you already know that because you've been listening. John Thire. <laughs> where are we finding you? In farawaytimes.com gotcha Rhett where can we find you in 3.tumblr.com and you can find me at my dumb website uh, be sure again to stop by and uh, we need to start getting some lists in for, oh, the, yeah. for the gen that 6 thing. for the gen 6 list um, anything else we need to plug I have one thing I want to share what do you want to share it's, it's, it's a video I, I recorded from playing Mitomo well, that's not going to play very well on an audio podcast, Eric. Of Eric <laughs> sure, Blister. sure it will. It's just, it's just audio. Okay. Well, I'll have to dub in the audio. I'm just waiting for it to load. Well, <clears throat> pass the video to me. <laughs> Oh man, chasm, chasm, chasm. That's what. Play it again for us, Eric. I think we, I think we need to go out on the highest of notes. <laughs>
Play it again, boys. Let's hear it. <laughs> Sorry. Play it again, please. Oh, oh. I'm serious. Fuck, man. <laughs> All right. Do shit. it. <laughs> I got to look for it. I just closed Twitter. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. God. The jism. G- <laughs> just say it. Just say it yourself. and remember we're the podcast that loves you we're the only ones that love you